0: Welcome back to the Wacky, Wonderful, Wise Works Podcast.
1: What's up? Hey, this is uh, this is the place to be for all you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. Goofballs. The place for the, the laughs and the fun, the tension, the drama, mm. the struggle.
0: I just realized, well, we're gonna use that camera.
1: <laughs> and uh, we're here today with uh, three of our good friends. Mm-hmm.
0: This is kind of a celebration episode, honestly. Yeah. Um, who you're gonna be seeing is Sarah, You've, you might know Seth. He's been on a few times. Well, Sarah is Seth's girlfriend. Um, they, we've known Sarah for a while now. She's been very dedicated, you know, high-quality fan of the show. Yeah. We're also going to be talking to Tim. We've talked about him a whole bunch. High-quality friend in general. He is kind of famous. He just doesn't know it. And then <laughs> Esther, who actually is Tim's fiance and also very big fan of the show. Yeah. So uh we talked to Sarah a little bit about what's going on with her life, a little bit about her thoughts about the podcast, even a little bit about um you know her interests, why she likes the podcast, also she uh grew up in what well, kind of grew up in California. Yeah. And then uh and then we talked to Tim and Esther and they gave their they gave a lot of thoughts, but Ooh, they even talked about, you know, getting fun. ready to be married in a week,
1: so. Yeah. Look, we've got uh, I I want to say we got a beautiful love story. Honestly. From both Sarah and Tim and Esther. hmm And, I mean... This is the night of love. It, I mean, it really is.
0: It really is. But uh, let's jump right into it. Yeah. Uh, we hope you enjoy. This is our conversation with three great friends and uh, fans of the show. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This welcome, is, This is a new Everybody. podcast. It, it might have been like demon possessed. It was a fairly large, mutated-looking chicken. We were born in the north, but we grew up in the south. We learned all of our words from Pennsylvania, and people are that's that toboggan. That little toboggan, it's not a there. toboggan. Okay. <laughs> toboggan is a sled. Okay. Zero
1: point three inches, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't
0: take it. So, what's going on in your life these days?
2: Um, Just finished school for this semester, nice. which is fun. What year yeah. are you? A junior. So, well, now I'm a senior. Oh, heck yeah. Um, yeah. So, just finished that up, which is crazy. I feel like I just started. Like, it's crazy to think I've been doing this for three years. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, just got one more year, which is awesome. Um, I'm currently in an Airbnb because... Oh, really? My family lives in California, so it's kind of hard to, like, pack up and go home. So I'm in an Airbnb for the month of May because I still work in the area. Wow. Um, and hopefully I'll find an apartment and move there for the school year.
0: Okay. Okay. Did, did uh, they kick you out for the summer?
2: For at school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Because they have, um like, summer camps mm. on campus. So, oh. like, dorms are used for that. So you have to, like
0: get out <laughs> gotcha that's sad is it hold on is would like a month of airbnb would that be is that like a lot more expensive than a normal place it seems like
2: um, it. yes uh <laughs> the but the nice part about an airbnb is that like it's furnished so like i don't have to like buy a couch and buy a bed and mm-hmm. all these things yeah. like i have it school <laughs> So that's really nice. And especially like if I'm just going to be here for this month before I find an apartment, like it's, it's pretty helpful, but I will say like it is more expensive. Well, it depends on like the rent that you're looking at. Mm -hmm. It's like comparable or more expensive. So yeah,
0: Gotcha. the apartment
2: that I found is less expensive than this, but depends on how bougie you want to be, I guess.
0: (laughs) And what level of bougie are you?
2: Uh. I can be as bougie as I need to be. <laughs> um, but also, like, I can eat mac and cheese out of the pot with a wooden spoon and call it a day. So. Uh, hey,
1: I've done it before. I think we yeah. all have. Yeah, well, we
2: <laughs> no, gluten-free vegan mac and cheese. That's so important. You gotta, you gotta uh, no
1: Velveeta. That.
0: Which, by the way, <sighs> on so you you listened to Matt's podcast, right? I did. So mm-hmm. did you I, – I, I I knew that you were gluten-free um, – mm-hmm but it was cool that he accommodated for, a, it was your birthday, right?
2: Yes, okay. and it really, I mean, it was Seth's idea, um, but Matt was very kind to accommodate, like you said. Um, <laughs> I had no idea, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I'm allergic to gluten, dairy, eggs, soy, um, monosodium glutamate, also known as MSG, mm. and I t-
1: That's a lot of stuff. So Yeah. <laughs> So, where, where what, what, what can you eat as far as like uh, beef or poultry or is all, that all good?
2: Yeah. Um, as long as it's not processed with like nitrates, um, mm-hmm. which is a lot of like processed meats, mm-hmm. like, um, bacon and lunch meats and things like that. Um, I'm fine. So, I'm not allergic to like, I'm not allergic to any seafood, I'm not allergic to any nuts, um, not allergic to really any meat um as except for the preservatives
1: okay gotcha yeah i I, I, so
2: it's a it's a fun life
1: i don't um uh i don't like make it known but i get yucky feeling after i eat bacon and pork and stuff so i I mean i don't i don't tell anybody i just (laughs) i i prefer uh uh-oh is that is that bad uh, oh, I thought it said our internet connection is like off. No,
0: it just says unstable. That's fine. Unstable means c- going. Yeah, no,
1: I, I can't. I, 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 it makes me feel yucky. Okay. You know, just really uh, head kind of hurts, body kind of aches. Mm-hmm. But I, Sorry,
2: I missed. What are you talking about?
1: Okay. Um, uh, bacon. I can't eat. I, I can eat uh, bacon and pork and stuff. But I think if it's got those nitrates and stuff, it makes me feel really yucky. Really yucky. Yeah, does it, like,
2: mm -hmm. for me, it, like, my mom also has this. um, It, like, gives her, like, really bad headaches Mm -hmm. and, like, stomach cramp. Yeah. Um, And it's the same for me. Like, I feel like my head is, like, 60 pounds. And, like, my stomach gets all, like, crampy. It's not
1: fun. Yeah, my mom as well has the same thing. So we're always, like, if we're going to eat this bacon this you know whatever you know we just have to be prepared for the after effects
2: yeah but there's a lot of like all natural things that you can definitely use that don't have those nitrates and stuff um and i found that sometimes they even taste better so yeah
0: so um you've been dating seth who I have. so <laughs> for a minute for yes. for a while now, um, longer, than- any well yeah longer than a minute two minutes S- two minutes exactly, um, <laughs> I would say okay have you reached any recent conclusions because it's kind of like you make a lot of conclusions about Seth early on what is like mm-hmm. a recent conclusion you would say about Seth because he's been on here a good he's a good friend of the show as you are as you're a great friend of the show uh, you mm-hmm. some might say number one fan
1: yeah well. There were a few weeks where Esther wasn't coming on the lives. Right. And only Sarah was. (laughs) Yeah. So she got bumped up. She's at the you know, at the top. She's got more points. Mm -hmm.
0: Which we will have Esther on at the end of this episode. Yeah, we'll see. We'll We'll see see how it we'll see how what happens. (laughs) But um okay, so have you reached any conclusions about Seth recently?
2: Um He he is so wonderful in many ways. Um I think that he he's like you know an ogre. He has layers, um, and
1: <laughs> he's saying my boy is Shrek. <laughs>
2: um, he does have a lot of layers. Um, he's very goofy, which I love. Um, he is really funny because he'll pick fun at me all day and then I'll make one joke about him and he'll like go sit in the corner on the couch and be like, no, you can't touch me. (laughs) Like you were mean to me. And I'm like, okay. Um, But yeah, he's, he's very sweet. I've, I've discovered about him that he's, he listens really well and he's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's very intentional with um, his like, actions and his gifts and um he's just very sweet um there have been many occasions where i've had a bad day or um it's just been a long week and he'll call me or we'll go out on a fancy date or whatever it is that he knows will make me feel better and it's usually not like obviously he enjoys it too but it's something that he knows will make me feel better rather than something that like
1: yeah yeah, like so. Uh, tell us about the bad stuff. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the bad.
0: stuff? No, I, I want to um, hear like a, I want to hear a dark story, or I want to hear like a. I want. I want to hear the struggle, pretty much. Because the struggle. yes, because that's the that's the realest part of relationship. Yeah. probably.
2: Okay, I, I mean, our biggest struggle has always been distance mm-hmm. because. I've, I calculated, so we've been dating, um, like two years and two months. Um, and I think it was, I calculated like six months of those two years have not been long distance.
3: Hmm.
2: Like the rest of that wow. has been long, distance which is insane and very challenging. If you've ever done long distance, you know, it sucks. Like it is it not fun. I did it for um, a
0: little bit and then I avoided it like the plague yes yeah
2: yeah um so because we were both at school um we like overlapped for um a while so we met second semester freshman year so we were together for those months um and then summer so we were apart Mm. and then fall and then quarantine And the rest has been long distance because he's in Rock Hill and I'm here. Mm -hmm. So that has been a huge struggle, especially just like my roommate. I love her to death. And her um, fiance lives like 10 minutes away. Mm. So she's always with him, which is wonderful. And he's a great guy. But it's also like a little bit painful because I'm like, I would love to be hanging out with Seth right now, but I can't because he's an hour and a half away. Yeah. so a lot of our conversations are like I miss you I miss you too <laughs> wish you were here wish you were here too yeah like,
1: well I don't want to you know force you to spend the whole time talking about your relationship but I am curious about you said um you said you guys met in your second semester
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and then and then you were dating for two months
2: or like that first semester yeah. is like uh let's see semester started in january and we started like officially dating in february okay so
1: and then summer um, yeah what was that like what was that like going from uh dating and then gone was it Uh, was it weird was there like not as much communication or was um, there more communication
2: I would say so Seth is a really great communicator. that's mm-hmm. another thing about him that I really like um and we've always been that way. but yeah, there's definitely a huge switch when you go from seeing someone every day to not seeing them at all well because um, like
1: you, you you it's a new relationship mm-hmm. and then summer hits and now you're not together anymore mm-hmm. What do you do mm-hmm. or like do you, are you evaluating where this relationship is going uh you know are you saying
0: basically is Seth a good enough guy to you know? not see all the time and still love?
2: Uh, yes, is the answer. Um, had you
1: figured that out by then or did you figure that out after or during summer?
2: I had figured it out before then. Okay. Um, yeah, so Seth, back to the intentionality, when we were first talking, um, you know, you have like the stage of like getting to know each other. Mm. So you're like, oh, like what's your favorite color and what's your favorite dog and you know, all that stuff like that. But He was like, what are your views on marriage? Like, how do you feel about alcohol? Like, deep, deep questions. Like, um, do you ever want children? Like, all these things that were like.
1: My boy was on a mission. He's like, is this girl wife material?
2: (laughs) That's it. I'm
1: trying to wife her up quick. I don't want to be looking no more. (laughs) Fight for my life.
2: He was was just like, I don't want to play around. Yeah. Yeah. aren't right then like i'm not gonna pursue it and i was like okay like a lot of pressure sitting on my phone at like one in the morning like typing trying Ah. to like think about my response and i'm like oh i hope he knows what i'm talking about (laughs) the crazy part was that like all of our answers lined up like Mm -hmm. we we agreed on everything which was crazy um and i think that his intentionality in that first like part of our dating was really what sealed the deal for me being like wow like he really wants to like know me and like understand where I'm at and know my heart so that he can know how to love me well and how to like come alongside me. Like he wasn't trying to like just talk about himself and he wasn't trying to like, you know, you know, be a weird boy, but he was trying to like be intentional. Um, mm-hmm. and I really, that. but going back to the summer. So that first summer, um, trying to think i'm pretty sure yeah because we only had two summers so that summer i was actually at summer camp in california mm. um and i had very little reception and very little wi-fi uh. so, yeah that was really fun um both of us basically went into a great depression um which was not good mm-hmm. um but we ended up sending letters back and forth oh. um Aww yeah so i kept all of his letters um and he has all of mine and it was just a way that we could communicate and there were so many nights that, like i would just like lay in my bed at camp and just like want to cry because i hadn't seen him for months and i couldn't facetime him because the wi-fi was bad and we would try to talk on the phone and it would drop like seven times and we just give up um and there's a time difference too of like three hours so he would be getting off of work right as i was supposed to go to work and so it it was awful
3: yeah. horrible yeah um,
2: and i got back here and saw him and his whole family was like thank goodness you're back we didn't know if he was going to make it <laughs> like they were like he was so depressed
1: he's, um, he's he's laying there like does she still love me <laughs> i think he
0: no, i remember he was calling me during this time and he was like man i can't like this is just a hard time right now, and I was like, "What do you mean, man?" He's like, it's "Just really hard to talk to Sarah, and you know, we're I think we're doing okay. It's just you know, it's just like the communications off because we're yeah. spoiled, man. Yeah, we're used to texting and communicating, and I feel like yeah. we can't we can't you know I, keep up with each other if we can't do that.
1: I think, and I this is gonna sound sappy, but I personally myself am a hopeless romantic." <laughs> It's hopeless. I think when you find half your heart and then that has to be, you know, torn away from you, it's, you know, it's going to ruin your life. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be sad.
2: Yeah. And we talk about that all the time. I think he's more of a romantic than I am, which is crazy. (laughs) Um, I'm also a hopeless romantic, but we talk about it all the time. Like he's my person and I'm his person. So like when we're apart, it's really hard because we're like, we feel like we're not whole. Mm -hmm. Like, like yeah this is a beautiful home but like it's not because he's not here mm-hmm. and so it's it's that crazy like and that was a huge realization like over the summer too and also the fact that like sense love language like his top love language is physical touch like he's always hugging me he's holding my hand you know standing next to me Same. and my love language is quality time mm-hmm. <laughs> he's always hugging you and holding your hand <laughs> yes standing next to me <laughs> Um, so and my love language is quality time, yeah. so to art and try to like fulfill his physical touch and my quality time was awful this
0: over is the like
1: summer. It's like a Nicholas Sparks novel, <laughs> this, is a, this is a romance story, it's a love story. Now, when you
0: guys go and write your book, Whew. I, I know
1: I want to oh, see a Netflix adaptation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I,
0: I, uh I'm curious cuz I want to I want to get to this.
1: Seth and Sarah? No. I mean, come on. What? That's a great oh, name Seth for a show. Oh, Seth and Sarah, heck yeah. Seth and Sarah.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think any anybody has written a, a male figure in a love novel as the name Seth.
1: I'm sure there's many. I'm sure.
2: Hmm. I have no idea. Um, but when we went to go at um engagement rings once, yeah. the oh. lady helping us was names and they were and we were like seth and sarah and she was like oh my goodness she was like you're perfect for each other
1: (laughs) it sounds like the name of a novel or a show or something you're uh were you born in california
2: i was not i was actually born in virginia Hmm.
0: okay and how long did you live in california
2: um i lived in california for uh 14 years
0: what was the greatest adventure you had in California while living there?
2: That is, so obviously we lived there for a long time. So um, I've been to like the Golden Gate Bridge, I've been to Disneyland many times, I've been to the Santa Rosa Plateau walking around, been to Wine Country in Temecula, Yeah. I can't, I can't pin like one thing. California is a huge state. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You can drive for eight hours and still be in California. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, my whole family is there. Like my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family. So just like hanging out with family and we love being outside. So hiking, um, you know, exploring, we we just enjoy California a lot, and my parents are back there, um, and they love it. Mm-hmm. They really really do.
0: Do they live uh, Do they live close to San Francisco or L.A. Where Where are they located at?
2: They're closer to L.A. So San Francisco is pretty northern. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's from Northern California, but my mom is from Southern California. Okay. Um, so they live in Southern California now, so they're like an hour north of San Diego, like gotcha. an hour from.
0: Oh. okay for an hour from yeah. mexico
2: mm-hmm.
0: nice very nice
2: yeah. <laughs> like the middle of the desert <laughs> yeah, really like the amount of rain we get here in a month is their rain for a year
0: okay let me yes. ask you this um wait what do they call it the the winds what is what are those called the the winds the, the, wind, the winds of the time santiana winds or something like that i don't know you guys know what i'm talking about
1: San, San, oh, Chris. I don't know. Santa Ana? What was that?
2: Santa Ana
0: wins? Yes. Are those real?
2: I honestly don't know. You'd have to ask my parents. They've lived there longer. Um, but I have. I went to California in the summer to help my parents move there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but before then, I hadn't been back in years. So what's, I haven't
1: had that much time. What's this wins you're talking about? Apparently
0: there's these winds that come off the desert and roll through california out to the out to the pacific mm-hmm. and they just roll through and they're supposed to be like really intense and just eerie and they make everything in your house whistle and things of that nature oh, like interesting. you can go stand against it and it'll hold you up wow
2: i haven't really heard of that we have like dust devils and fires and earthquakes oh
0: yeah the next best but thing but you never wind.
1: experienced it, spiritual <laughs> winds
0: <laughs> yeah. Hold on.
1: Friggin. They call, they bring the animal calls into the city. <laughs> you can hear the spirits of the of the desert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was the, uh, what is, what was your first earthquake like?
2: My first earthquake, I don't remember. Um, I've had many earthquakes in my life. One of the, um, the two that I remember the most One of them, I was packing for a vacation and I looked up and my dresser was like banging against my wall and I was like, "Hmm." and I like stepped outside and I was like, mom, do we have an earthquake? And she was like, yeah, I was like, okay, cool. And I went back to packing. Like they're just kind of an occurrence that happens. (laughs) Um, One time, the first time my sister ever read me a book, I was probably like four. um, We were sitting in her room and she started reading the book and an earthquake hit just her room. Because um, like the ripple effect of the earthquake, sometimes they like target parts of the house. Mm. Um, so we weren't like close enough for it to hit the whole house. Um, so it just did her room, and she vowed never to read to me again because she figured that the earthquake was the cause of that. Yeah,
1: I I I never experienced. I didn't get to experience the earthquake. Uh-huh. Um, but when I was on a mission trip to Peru, uh-huh. I was I was sleeping. And apparently, an earthquake came through so so big that it everybody woke up and uh, everybody in the house. There were a lot of us uh, at the at the the missionaries' house, and everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, you guys feel that earthquake?" Everyone's oh coming out of their rooms, and I'm <laughs> just sleeping, slept through it. It, <laughs> it was big enough to wake everyone up, dude. It would probably
0: felt like you're back inside the womb. You're just and I was
1: just like bounced around a little bit. <laughs>
0: Um, So I don't want to take too long But I did want to ask Um, And this is not to necessarily This is kind of a celebration episode Which I told you okay. It's a little bit of a celebration episode um, Because we are reaching I think this is the last guest episode for season 7 We're going on a break and we're hitting summer I want to ask you not to, you know pump our egos in any way but I'm curious what is it about the show that you actually like that you actually are like hey I you keep showing up to the lives I keep seeing comments I keep seeing you engaged so I'm curious what what is it about the show you've liked what have you enjoyed what was the episode that really stuck out
2: that's a great question so I remember one of the first episodes Seth showed me was I think it was about it was about dark Knight or batman or something like that it was a while ago um and i'm not a podcast person like i don't enjoy like audio and things like that and so usually when seth would play a podcast it would be like we were driving somewhere that he's driven a thousand times and he was like i need to listen to something besides music to stay awake mm-hmm. and i was like okay like you know <laughs> push through it. and so we were on our way to church i think and he was playing it and i was kind of like uh, like Okay. And then he was like, no, this is like Joe and Josh's podcast. And I was like, wait, they have a podcast. And he was like, yes. And I was like, Oh, and so like, I engaged a little more and like actively listening. Um, And I think that you guys are just like, you're, you're comedic, but not in a a oppressed way. It's just like a natural thing because of your dynamic. Um, And, I mean, you talk about the fun things, like everyone likes talking about movies and TV and things like that, that we've all seen. Um, and I think I stayed and listened because like, I know Seth talks about a lot of people, obviously, that you guys also know. Mm-hmm. So it's nice for me to like kind of, kind of meet them. Um, <laughs> with the podcast Because I haven't met all of them. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to get to know them a little bit and like have some context um, but besides that, just like I enjoy I enjoy movies. My dad and I always went to go see movies when we were little. Um, and so I think that it's been really fun to like relive memories and like think about like movies that I've seen. And um, like when you're talking about MacGuffins, I was like sitting in my car thinking about Inception. I was like, does Inception have a MacGuffin? And like, <laughs>
0: I'm just driving, and I, was
2: like I don't know. <laughs> um, and then I asked on the live and you told me now. So um,
1: why well, it said no
2: right
1: shrug <laughs> it's not very it's uh, we're not getting into this again
2: anyway i think there's one uh, in
1: there someplace
2: well i kept listening because i've enjoyed it a lot and it's just been a nice part of like my routine um i just play it in the car when i go places and it's nice to like have a break and like drive and listen to something besides music. Um, although I do enjoy like listening to music, but it's nice to like listen to other conversations and I've really enjoyed the ranking. Um, I enjoyed the better movie ending game. Um, I liked the one about the food, but I love food. So I know that you <laughs> don't
0: like it. Though, but I don't, I, do I don't like food. He I really don't doesn't. like talking about food because like, okay. So if there's going to be someone in this podcast, that's going to complicate things. That's going to like grab the reins and be like, we got to stay within our niche. It's going to be me. Yeah. Because it's my natural reaction. And so (laughs) when Joshua and Wyatt are like, we're going to talk about cooking, I'm like, this is not a cooking show. (laughs) This is a, we talk, we tell
1: stories and we talk about movies kind of show. And and you know, what's funny though, with, with our cooking, Mm -hmm. every time we cook together, every time we make something, we can't have a perfect meal. It's impossible. We can't. No, uh, we mm-hmm. make the burgers, and they're. I thought they were a bit chewy. You thought they were chewy, a little fat. Josh made tacos. I didn't get any guac. Any of the <laughs> guac. Any of the. I did <laughs> It get was any right there it. though. No, it was. It was well, I, I opted so, it out.
2: <laughs> on like the little food like tangent that we're on. Um, Seth and I are hoping to come visit this summer okay. at some point. Um, and I would be more than happy to cook. Hey. Um, I love cooking, hey. and I will make just about anything, but I have a few recipes that are like Seth tested and approved, so I could definitely make something. Carne asadas are like Ooh. one of my specialties.
1: Heck yeah. Well see I you know, I make deviled eggs. Everybody likes them, you don't. I don't We make we okay, so we made fish and chips. Uh, we got the cod. We 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 put the, the, the oil in the pot. We made the, the fries. Potatoes. Cut up the potatoes and make. I, I'm. I've made. I've made the fries myself in the oil for years, um, and so that was done easy. We start making the fish, and Joe's like, "Oh my gosh," he's like, "Oh my eyes," he's like, "Why are my eyes?" So the rest of the night, Joe's eyes are so. Red, I look like I was. I was on crack cocaine. Burning dripping water. I'm like, you know, why can't we just have a nice meal when nothing happens?
0: I think we we go too hard, man. We try new things. We try to like build it up and then it becomes this thing and something's got to go wrong. If we want it to be nice, we just got to like heat up a pizza and that's it.
1: We do that so often. (laughs) Yeah. And it's always good. And It's always good, but it's never exciting.
0: (laughs) It's never exciting. I don't know. That first bite's pretty exciting. Um, Well, I wanted to say this, Sarah, because we're getting close to thirty minutes, and I know you have to go here pretty soon. But I wanted to say um, we really appreciate you and you know staying engaged with the podcast. We uh, I really appreciate you talking to us, showing up for lives, just encouraging us. Because yeah. as much as like we pro- try to provide just lighthearted entertainment for you and other people, you and a f- and a number of other people are the ones that keep us like. Like if no one's like showing up to the lives or leaving comments, we'll just be like up here going like, what are we doing this for? Honestly, you know (laughs) what I mean? And so you are just as much a part of it as we are. We're just just in the studio, that's it. But we really appreciate it. Um, I wanted to hear the final word from you. What do you want us to do for season eight this summer? What, what? as a viewer, what would you like to see?
2: That is a great question. Hmm. Um, have you ever thought about like, rating popular vines or TikToks? Because I think that that would also be a fight, but it would be very funny. <laughs>
1: We could do that. We could do that. We that could, could do, do that. Be fun.
0: <laughs> but the thing is, the whole podcast is just going to be us going like,
1: <laughs> just laughing. <laughs> she,
3: she she. That's
1: it. It's going to be the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Um, did, we'll, we'll, we'll look into it for did sure. Did you see the? Um, did you see the the make your own crew episode yet? No, it's not out yet. Ah, oh, uh, dang it! It's coming out. Will?
0: No, it's coming out Monday.
1: Okay i had a lot of fun doing that
0: well when people watch this it will have already been out but uh anyways that was a good time um thank you very much sarah we won't keep you any longer thank you for coming on and talking thank you
1: no
2: problem i'm glad that we could finally make it work
0: absolutely
4: this is my guest bedroom
0: dude heck yeah man yeah it looks awesome dude are you guys are
4: it's original wood floors. It's pretty wow. wow!
0: Dang, man. Yeah,
4: it was built in the fifties. I mean, actually in the forties. So
0: the forties. Original
4: wood floors. Yeah, like forty-seven. Holy wow. cow, man! Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Well, uh, we we got everything rolling, so we can just talk about whatever. So, what's been going on with you lately? What's been taking up all your time?
4: Oof, a lot of stuff. Um. So, you know, just wedding planning and house decor, plan uh, like decorating, and uh I don't know. There were some things we had to do to have it move-in ready, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So, we've just been doing some stuff with that and just getting ready for the wedding, dude. Yeah. It's in like a week. So. <laughs> well, a week, a week
3: from
0: Friday. I, so. I, I don't want to talk about this too much because I know it's a lot it, – I don't know if it's stressful or if it's not, but I will say, I hope this didn't stress you out. This weekend is your last weekend uh, not married. No, that doesn't stress me out. Okay.
4: <laughs> I, I mean, there, have you thought of that? You yet? know, I've kind of, I have, but at the same time, a lot of weekends have felt like I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. I've been in a pretty serious long term relationship, so it's yeah. really not like crazy. Yeah. I mean, obviously marriage is a way bigger deal than having a girlfriend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a commitment and so it's not quite the same thing, but at the same time, as far as like am I weird like feeling weird about it? No, not really.
0: Yeah. Well, not yeah Oh, it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. We're uh we're gonna be coming up. I'm only working a half week next week because I'm going to party for the weekend. Um, But I, uh, so this is kind of the first time, you've been on the Midnight Special before, but this is kind of the first time that you've been on video with us or shown your face on this podcast, but we've talked about you a lot, man. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, like, what, well, you listen to the podcast you have been for a while so I'm curious like what has been your thoughts of listening to all these stories and all of these like perspectives from our opinion but not not having given much of your side of it yet
4: um I think you're just wrong about everything
5: really
4: (laughs) (laughs) whatever and whatever I'm involved in but no uh a lot of this stuff you guys talk about like with Maranatha and Georgia, you know, I wasn't really a part of, so it's kind of me hearing new information myself. Well, so that's cool.
0: Well, some of it actually like the some of the bigger the bigger Maranatha memories, honestly, you were there for. Because yeah, you were yeah. you went like twice or something. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah there, there were some fun weeks. Yeah.
4: Oh, most yeah. definitely, they were a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, you poked But a I'm snake. saying <laughs>
4: Yeah. you almost killed
1: yeah,
4: me I, I did hear that part that part was probably true <laughs> it was
1: absolutely true I remember it so vividly I have nightmares there were
4: so many snakes that was something everywhere. I remember because I love snakes as a kid and I would catch any snake I could um and so at Maranatha there were so many snakes in that big rock mm-hmm. and it blew my mind, and all I wanted to do was catch all the snakes, so I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry that (laughs) you—
1: What it was, I I thought that the water was high enough. I thought, you know, it's high enough. There's not going to be anything on that shelf, you mm -hmm. know, under the rock. And then I got down there, and I'm in the water, and I'm at eye level, (laughs) and I see a copperhead. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, just wade slowly out. And then Tim comes down and I hear, Oh, a snake. And <laughs> <laughs> starts poking it with a stick and I'm like, <laughs> 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 just still trying to get out of the water. <laughs> there's
0: a there Dying. there's a lot of memories, honestly, from Maranatha. And there's a lot of memories of of just us growing up that like we can't, like, you can't really share them all because they have to kind of come up organically to get the really good stories. But I wanted to hear, like, do you remember, because we've talked about the whole, we've talked a lot just about old stories here. And so, like, with the Black Pirates, with the, you know, as kids, with all of the different stories regarding adventures we've had in Boy Scouts, um, what has been kind of, like, I'm, I'm, where When we were younger, you had a really high sense of adventure, really high sense of, like, leading the adventure. And so what was that experience kind of being, like, a leader even from a young age?
4: Um, so I don't know. I really – at the young age, I don't necessarily remember thinking I have to be a leader. <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of – I guess – I for a lot of stuff like I saw a path we could take in doing it Mm
3: -hmm. and
4: a lot of people saw a different path to take and I was like, well, I really want to do this. (laughs) So I was like, let's do this. I don't know. I don't know. Um I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my memories uh, of
0: my memories of you has always been like, so they I had I've hung out with a lot of people growing up. You a lot, the GoForce a lot, Seth. Um and so, you know, the go are people of their own. I wouldn't say you guys just, like, step into leadership, but there was a there was an adventurous side to you guys. <laughs> Seth, not so much on the adventure, but definitely the desire for leadership. You, the desire, well, the natural response to leadership, whether you're processing it or not, and also the adventure side. And so I fo- kind of felt like I was in this vortex of just, like, different things individuals and different personalities being pulled in different directions i kind of felt like i had to change my mindset every time i went to a different group that
4: makes sense that makes sense i do i know i was pretty um intense i know i was pretty intense. good though so it was like uh i guess i kind of i remember as a kid i just wanted people people to like respect me i don't know (laughs) why but it was always like i had a big respect i was like you don't like it let's fight like, yeah. <laughs> that's how we deal with it, you know? I don't know. So, if someone had a disagreement, I'm like, okay, well, let's settle it. Spit on your hand, we'll shake it out, or we're going to fight. Like, I don't and know. then you'll
0: spit on your hand and shake it out.
4: And then you'll spit on your hand and shake it out. Like, I didn't, I don't know. Even, I know, I heard some stuff that Seth was saying, like, with Black Pirates, I probably said that he couldn't join and stuff. <laughs> I Dude, I was fine with it. Like, <laughs> that one, for me... Like, we'll have bad blood one day. The next day, I've never even thought about it again. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, I I want to. We know Seth. We know he's very, he's, like, thinking about it. No, Seth's in his head a lot of times. I mean,
0: he processes (laughs) things to the point where it's, like, too much processing, you know?
4: Right, right. For me, like, even when I'm pissed off about something... As a kid, I was always like, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to be pissed off these people for like next until next week. And the next day, I'm like, oh, crap. I don't I'm not mad anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, but
0: I remember um, uh, especially when we were younger. Now, it when we were younger and you you experienced this, Mm -hmm. there was the sense of kind of like me and you are, are roughly the same age. And so we always had the people we were hanging out with was always like a few years younger. And so they kind of looked up to you or myself to kind of like figure out what adventure we're going to go on. And so did you ever sense, like I know I've talked to you about this personally, like just one-on-one, but I think it's interesting for just like the podcast is kind of, did you ever process kind of the dynamic that me and you had as far as like, because even in Black Pirates, we were at odds against each other. I mean, you guys literally did a ceremony and kicked me out of it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You you always have to bring that up.
1: <laughs>
4: it's I a good story. I know, I know you're salty about it, but yeah. it, it happened, okay? Yeah. Uh, no, I most definitely – see, I remember, like, us as leaders. So we both were captains in Black <laughs> Pirates, right? Yeah. And so I remember, as leaders, I was kind of always jealous of you, um, and sometimes because you didn't have to roll with like a heavy hand,
0: and people still wanted to
4: follow you. You know what I mean? Like I had to make Josh fall, because he didn't always want Josh.
0: I was like, now the thing is, it was it was reversed because I was like, how do I get a freaking heavy hand? Like I can't seem to just like not think about how know, they're gonna think about I me after.
4: I was thinking the opposite. I was like, "How can I like get leadership, but not be such a like force them to follow me?"
0: <laughs> but as a pirate, though, I think that's a that's no, a quality. I mean, Black Blackbeard was yeah. ruled with a heavy hand.
4: Um, but no, I definitely like a lot of times when we did stuff together, you were more of like a um, I guess more of like a steady. Like you were like, "Ah, oh, that's probably not." the best idea, like, let's do this. And, like, you would think you would think through it a little more, so we would still, like, go on the same adventure, but we would do it a little, like, take a better path to it. Yeah. You know, let's, let's not all just jump off the cliff, like, let's climb down this little path right here, and we can get to the water. You yeah.
0: Know? Well, I've always prided myself, I've always prided myself at attempting to stay on, like, now, we've had Noah on the podcast, and he told us a lot about adventures and just... Just kind of daredevil kind of things. He doesn't like using that word, but kind of things of that nature. That's something right. that you guys have always pushed myself and my brother and other people you're around to be a part of. And so I've always like thought, I want to try to match that level. But I know, honestly, like physically, I can't match it. <laughs> and at the same time, I always just was like, no. You were a beast. Well, I know, I, remember, I know, I was a bigger you were kid. A beast back in the day, I was a bigger kid. I actually remember this. I thought of this the other day. There was one time, like when we were actually at Marinatha, and we saw our shadows being casted on the ground. And I just have my dad's like he looks like a teddy bear, mm-hmm. so he's like shorter, he's stocky, um, and he always has been. So I kind of inherited his body, and so my shoulders just stuck out naturally, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I remember you when you were younger, you weren't playing football, you weren't bodybuilding at all, and so your shoulders were like this big. <laughs> and you, yeah, I was a your arms guy. kind of like like touched, and I remember you like specifying, you were like, look at our shadows, your arms hang down at your side, mine like touches my body. I want some day <laughs> to where my, my arms just naturally like don't touch my body. <laughs> I remember that, I don't know why.
4: <laughs> that's hilarious because i do not remember it at all that was like a goal of
0: yours man you were like someday i, I don't want to well, have my, my arms touching me
4: i i do remember wanting to have broad shoulders though. yeah um because having broad shoulders just makes you look strong even if you're not yeah you know what i mean yeah like your whole body is shaped differently where you're not like oh that dude's just a punk you're like oh, okay respect yeah, yeah. well
0: you, you kind of like you have to like feel it out if you're going to try to contend with them physically
4: right because right. i remember you had broad shoulders and you were thick as a kid yeah. like you weren't fat but you were thick and so we would wrestle and like yeah we, i could get out of your hold but i couldn't like pin you down like i couldn't beat you it was mo- i think most of the time if i remember right when we wrestled it was kind of like oh we've been wrestling for like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. so like, we, it's because you were you squirming man.
0: you were
1: squirming i'm just like trying to use my weight against you and you would just like slip out of it See, I was a, uh, uh, I, I wasn't a very athletic, uh, I was short, and I've always been uh, overweight. So, not always. yeah, well, uh, you know, one, once I got into my teens, especially, okay. so my first instinct as far as the athleticism was be the first to run. <laughs> <laughs> you know this. Yeah. People have heard this. They know the stories.
4: Yeah. Oh, I've heard, I've heard, I heard on the last episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah be be the first person uh unless there's some someone to you know that desperately needs protecting that obviously can't run or is small mm-hmm. or is going to be eaten by the bear yeah save them but mm-hmm. if there's no if if the other guys can run just fine i got to be out first <laughs> otherwise they're going to pass me and i'm going to be the one that the bear gets first so it's a survival survival <laughs> lesson yeah yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. It's always a bear, too. It's always, always a, bear. a bear in the
1: situation. Well, at At Maranatha, it was very uh, <laughs> possible for it to be a bear.
0: A black bear, though. Oh, right. Always. Yeah. It's not grizzlies right. roaming. Yeah, a it, black
1: so. bear could still kill you. Yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> but do you think, like, do you think, hey. honestly, if you were gonna fight a black bear, would you put up a pretty good fight?
1: No. You sure? Positive.
4: Well, a black. I don't think a black bear would really try to fight you. Black bears are not. Unless you're around, like, their cub or something, yeah, I don't think black bears are very aggressive.
1: Yeah, and I know know that's always been the fear, though, that you run across some baby bears. Yes. And then you get, you know, like, Leo in The Revenant. You just get mauled. Oh, yeah. Just
0: destroyed. (laughs) That would stink. (laughs) They just keep playing with you, man. They just Mm -hmm. keep ripping
1: you apart. I mean, oh, yeah,
4: you just have to like play dead. I think they don't like dead food.
1: They always said, you know, they always said in bear survival if it starts attacking you, curl up in a ball, you know, do all that stuff. I'm sorry, I saw what it did to Leo. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you're in a ball or not, you're gonna die. (laughs) You're going, it's gonna start
4: playing, it's gonna start playing like balling, yeah, kicking you around.
1: (laughs) You're essentially a toy at that point. I now I did prize myself on climbing. Okay, I. Uh, I may not have like the endurance, but I've always been able to climb. You can get up on a limb. I can still climb. Yeah. I was jumping in and out of the dumpster today. Yeah. And uh You're like, just, that was easy. I just I, I hopped up, threw both my legs up and over the dumpster. <laughs> I'm I'm jumping off, holding myself up in the air. I, yeah, you know, I'm like, wow, I'm pretty still pretty good at this.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my sisters do that about once a week.
1: Ethan
4: <laughs> try they, e- they look for food.
1: <laughs> they look confused <through> the <laughs> in dumpster. Do they really? <laughs> no.
4: <laughs>
1: I know. I'm not gonna tell you how serious I am, but yeah, well, I'm I know serious. there's people that like you know do the dumpster diving thing and look for uh, you like you know used things and stuff. Yeah. I I do it because I work at an a comp, uh, an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I see you know a chair, I'm gonna grab that chair if I need the chair. Yeah. I saw Dude, I've seen some
4: good stuff in dumpsters. I saw... Like a full desk. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> There's been uh, furniture and all sorts of stuff. I saw today, we live in a military area. Yeah. So I'm always on the lookout for those, uh, uh, what are they called? Bel- Belleville Army boots. Mm-hmm. They're like $200 shoes. So I'm always looking for those Bellevilles in my size. Mm-hmm. And today I saw some... And so I hopped in the dumpster, and and they were, they looked like they had been sitting in a shed, because they had spider webs, and it looked like an old lady or something moved into the apartment, and there were still the army boots, and Mm -hmm. so she tossed them out or something. And Um, did you keep them? And I grabbed them. They're they're 10 and a half, so I'm not going to fit in them, but I'm not... You know letting those 200 dollars shoes right be thrown in the or tracks. someone
4: could have died and they didn't fit her so she just threw them away yeah you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never know. an old lady walking around well that i'm <laughs> just saying like a lot of times i know uh a lot of times people trash stuff just because it's not the right size and it's like oh well i'm a 10. yeah you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> like,
0: like, i can slide into a tenant i half.
4: know <laughs> dude that happened to us i mean we had 10 brothers and sisters yeah yeah so Anytime anyone was throwing I'll away, anything, mom would be like, give it our way. Someone will fit it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. see. Someone will
1: fit it. Yeah, the, so, it's just a numbers game. It was point. either the second or third right. week. I was going through the trash. It wasn't going through. I was uh, operating <laughs> the trash compactor. And at the top were sitting two pairs of shoes. One was a pair of running shoes, Pumas, mm-hmm. and the other was a pair of, um, like, Nike Air somethings mm-hmm. 168s or something. They're both upwards of 90 to 100 bucks. Yeah. For you know both those shoes. And they were in great condition and they were my size. Heck yeah. So I yeah, you grabbed them. Grab those. Heck yeah.
4: Nice. Now you'd be looking fresh in the Nike. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. And I and I've got a, a mushroom chair that they didn't throw it in the dumpsters that they set it in front of the dumpsters just in case anybody wanted it. Yeah. Man, I'm you know, I'm mapping it out every day. You're getting something <laughs> new, man, dude.
4: Especially apartment complex dumpsters because they'll just set if they're moving or something, they can't take it, they'll just set furniture out there. I've seen chairs and love seats, I've seen the um, whatever, like the TV stands, mm-hmm. like sick ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where we got ours. The neighbor had just had it out on their front lawn, and we just walked over there, grabbed <laughs>
1: yeah. It. I mean, yeah. I I know it's probably weird. I'm always looking in the trash yeah, <laughs> every every day. Right. I, I get there and I'm like, oh, <laughs> looking in the dumpsters. Okay, like, okay, okay. Is anybody looking? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, woo. just dive in. <laughs> just
0: jump. Woo! Oh, <laughs> uh, but I'm a uh,
4: here I go. <laughs> she she. <laughs> uh,
0: I was um I wanted to ask Sheesh. you Tim um. So something that I've always noticed kind of on a, a more like deeper level, you've always been like loyalty and respect has always been something that's really important to you. And I think that still stands true today, like loyalty and respect. And um, and it's it was kind of cultivated, I, I didn't realize it when I was younger, but as I've through the years I've seen it like it's always kind of been there and so have you ever like processed that that's like a high value of yours and like what what are your thoughts on that for you personally you know
4: um I have because I know as a kid I was told by certain people like I love you you know and I was like whatever cool but do you respect me (laughs) (laughs) I don't know uh as guys especially with guys i don't really need them to love me yeah you know but i want them to respect my friendship you know as i respect theirs and have like a mutual respect and loyalty like if like i always have your back if you have my back mm-hmm. you know yeah and obviously that was kind of a misconception as a kid because that's also love you know it's also love as a friend
3: mm-hmm. um
4: but for some reason, I was always big on respect, and I always—it's kind of not as much now that I'm an adult. Because with Esther, I don't as much crave respect as just the like that we both know that we are obsessed and in love with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's a uh, and and respect kind of comes with it. Yeah. Because if if you love someone and you are thinking about them before yourself. And you're going to respect their opinions and their ideas. And as a kid, I kind of thought respect comes first, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm still big on it. I most definitely, I like to respect people's opinions and their beliefs, you know, even if it's not the same as mine. Yeah. Um, Because everyone leads, everyone leads different lives, you know. You don't know what they've been through and you don't know what's cultivated their life and their belief system. Yeah. Or anything.
0: Yeah. I think it's.
4: I think people definitely need to respect each other.
0: Yeah, for sure. And honestly, like, I, I think you're right about that with guys because if, if guys grow up in the, in a an environment where it's all about love and they don't actually learn the learn things about respect and about loyalty, um, then right. It almost feels like you're an incomplete uh, and I know masculinity' is not popular these days, honestly, if we're being real honest right, but most definitely the thing is like we can't deny that ma- that masculinity has a crap ton of benefits, and it's very important oh. for us. It's literally a part of our well. identity.
4: Guys need it. Yeah. They need it. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, it's important. Like, you have to have masculinity as a man. Yeah. And today's culture is trying to rip that from you. And it's like, man, you can't take a man out of a man. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah.
0: Around? And loyalty and respect is, like, one of the core things. And it's it almost like, you know, I mean, we've we've known, a, both of us have known, what are you laughing at? You can't take the man out of a man. What are you laughing at, Wyatt? That's right. <laughs>
4: Like, that is just going to be a boy. Yeah. You're
0: going to have a boy forever. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah.
1: I agree with that statement. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny.
0: But and I like. was I was just saying, like, I think – because we, we all know guys that, like, are a little more feminine. And it does kind of feel like you're missing something. If you're trying to be their friend, it feels like you're really missing something mm-hmm. there. Um, because guys – guys to guy friendships it is based around loyalty and respect and if it's just based around love well then it's not it's it's an incomplete friendship that you right know, is something that's deep embedded inside our psyche i oh, yeah. don't really understand it <laughs> entirely but um
1: but yeah you you look like you have a thought uh, I I feel like I have a thought. I'm really not sure. It's Still lingering. I'm, I'm sort of processing yeah. what you're saying and coming up with something to say. Yeah.
0: Well, I br- I brought it up just because, it, honestly, Tim. Like you were, you were the one that kind of because that was something that was so strong for you when we were younger. Um, that was you were your actions were kind of the thing that got me processing that early on the value of loyalty and respect and actually learning those lessons. And even some of the ways that you treated me, like sometimes like if we would get pissed at each other and you would come behind and just be like, we had a huge fight, but then we're just still friends because there's loyalty and then there's also respect there. Right. Yeah. You uh, th- Those were lessons that were like really important to me because that actually started cultivating in my <laughs> mind, what are healthy friendships for me to have today? You know?
4: Right. Because there's always going to be a beef, you know? Yeah. we're, we're- Pu- where teenagers like barely hit puberty yeah i mean we're gonna argue yeah but it's about like what do you do the next day or like are you what are you coming back and saying my bad bro like "I'm that was stupid mm-hmm. and you're cool you know yeah. what i mean yeah like you don't have to stay pissy about it and be a little girl about it <laughs> yeah like fine you're fine yeah
1: you know? yeah yeah i um it, it it's different especially and and we all know this we all have a bunch of siblings yeah. Uh, with siblings, you 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 kind of have to love them. Yeah. Right. And so, right. so the uh, <clears throat> the love and the loyalty are uh, come first. It, it, with your siblings, you almost learn to respect them later on mm. because you right. know they're your siblings. You don't have to respect them. Yeah. <laughs> That's my stupid brother. Honestly, that's a good point because I was thinking about this.
4: That is a good
0: point. I I was thinking about something along these lines where it's like, what's the difference between um, an obligatory Mm -hmm. relationship and a a relationship you've chosen for yourself? Yeah. And siblings- are siblings in your family, are the obligatory relationships. You can come to be friends and respect each other, but ultimately it is based around an obligation, and then you you figure out what to do with that. With friends, it's literally like I've chosen to be in your life, and yeah. you've reciprocated.
1: Well, what it is, it, even more so, is throughout your friendship, throughout your uh, adventures or your hangouts or whatever, you have built um, – number well number 1 you've built like uh inside joke type stuff yes you've built uh and 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 you've tested each other's uh loyalties and and you've <laughs> tested each other's you know likes and dislikes and and matched or not matched yeah and so uh the the loyalty and respect for each other builds yeah a, until it gets to the point where it's almost the opposite with friends the, the respect and loyalty comes first. Uh, and then as, you know, later in life, that you you, you realize how much you love these people.
4: Mm-hmm. Right, right. That makes total sense. And I think that's why I was so big on respect and loyalty with my friends is because at home, I was mostly raised by my mom. And, you know, she doesn't understand that as as far as I was considered. Yeah. Start, like, as far as I cared, she didn't know what I was talking about. So... <laughs> And then with my siblings, it's like, well, obviously I love you guys, but I really don't want to hang out with you because you're annoying. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes, except yeah. my Isaac and Josh, obviously we were a pair. Like we were, it, With them, it was kind of like they were my best friends too. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. It
0: Which, also – So we – You're similar. It was a mix.
1: It you, feels like your family doesn't respect you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really right. does. It, it feels like your siblings don't respect your space. They don't respect your time. They don't respect your sleep. They don't respect uh, anything you're doing. You yeah. know, because you're. They think you're dumb. They think you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> right? It, and, and 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 even to some extent, right? Uh, uh, I, I got to be careful saying this because my parents are are so good. Yeah. Um, your your parents don't respect your um, more of your space. Mm. It, it's more of especially you know and and you don't notice it when you're a kid but as you get older uh and in my case I was you know was an adult I was mm-hmm. living at home mm-hmm. and when you're an adult and you're at home you you start noticing how much your parents don't respect your space yeah or your or 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 even your time yeah um and it, it it's in no way like uh malicious
0: no, it's literally just a, a psychological phenomenon or a behavior phenomenon that everyone
1: falls into. Yeah. You know, but, if you're around somebody you live with somebody but with your friends, you've um they res- you notice um very quickly that your friends will respect your time. Mm-hmm. They respect your space. Yeah. They respect your opinion, what you have to say yeah Uh, right to your
4: friend you're equal you know yeah they'll
1: they'll they'll you'll be having a bad day and they won't get you know start talking to you and start messing with you and start horsing around with you they'll look at you and be like you know you're having a bad day Uh, i'll have a bad day with you
0: or they'll just like respect you enough to like either give you space or just not press
1: into it yeah Or, or it's like hey man do you have the time to you know come over? Do you want to come over? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or they'll text you, where are you going? Um, you know, I'd like to meet up or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas my parents are like, Hey, watch the kids. I'm going out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like, like that. No, no, no! <laughs> no. I am a grown man. Yeah. Damn. You're not my mom. <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> hey,
4: no, but I totally understand that. Um, and even like your parents, they may not do it on purpose, but they had like a vision for your life. Mm-hmm. And so even if like you have your own vision for your life at this point, because you're an adult and they're still like kind of treating you as a kid. And it's kind of hard to make that transition in your parents' head. Mm-hmm. And so even if they're not trying to, it's like, like, I'm not a little baby anymore, mom. Like I can, I t- I'll take care of it, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, it is their house still, and you. I can. I still respect it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I I am an adult and I'm going to make my own decisions, and I hope you respect that yeah. as much as I respect you. Well, it's you like yeah, it's like yeah. when
1: you're you can't they they have a hard time respecting your decisions when you're living at home because you're like right. you're like guys I'm making my own decisions, mm-hmm. and they're like yeah, but you know you're living at home. It's like, yeah, you're making decisions, but they're not real decisions, yeah. right? They're, still,
4: they're like, oh, oh, those decisions, yeah, they're fake. Yeah, they're they're not
1: real. You're you're, um, but you know, uh, it's not like, uh, it's not like when I moved out, I expect them to. You know, this is a real decision, and it's a big decision. Mm-hmm. So it's like I expected them to respect it. I wasn't looking for that. Yeah. Um, but I know, I know, I know. My dad does. I know my mom does. I know that they look. You know, uh, they don't have to agree. Mm-hmm. But I know that they respect that I've made a decision. Yeah. And that I am making my own decisions. Yeah. And now that I'm out of the house, they're like, yeah. He's doing it, do you think?
4: Right. It's easier for them to respect it because you're not I don't know, I guess for them as if you're living in a house like they still kind of have a say. You know, they still kind of make the final decision. Oh yeah. You
1: know? I mean I couldn't uh I c I couldn't go places without being like, I'm going out and then the, everybody's like, Where? Everyone, everyone in the house. Where are you going? Where? Can where? I come? Where are you going? Where are you going? You going somewhere? They all
4: just, they all just line up. They're <laughs> like, where? 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 Yeah, I already put my shoes I on. I'm ready to go. going
1: out. <laughs> yeah. Or if, if, like, God forbid you go out uh, without telling anyone.
4: Oh, dude, that's what happened with me. That's where I started just leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't tell anybody, and, and they'd sometimes just forget about me, so I was fine. But sometimes mom would text me at, like, 12 a.m. She's like, where are you
1: here where are you like i'm out don't worry
0: about. where yeah where i'm out i'm out out and about out and about uh (laughs) i wanted to ask doing illegal i'm doing illegal stuff mom okay i have my weeds drugs (laughs) i have my beer (laughs) i'm doing alcohol (laughs) Uh, doing alcohol yeah smoking beer (laughs) whippets Smoking beer, okay. I'm smoking beer. All right. I'm being rebellious. This is a rebellious time. Um, I'm curious, Tim. So when you listen to the you listen to the podcast semi regularly, um,
4: yeah. This season I've listened to every episode.
0: Dang. Oh, I dude. thought he was gonna go. This season? No, <laughs> I knew you've been listening. I didn't know every episode. That's that's impressive, man. Wow that's dedication. Well
4: I have someone I have a lot of free time and you know I've I've acqui- I started to acquire a taste for it and it's like well I need my little my Weisberg's done. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. That's the main goal, man. What do you think of my voice? Is it really just terribly nasally to you?
0: Super obnoxious. It's, it yes. is to me too, <laughs> my
1: gosh. I, I, I try to go back and listen to the videos sometimes. No, dude.
4: Everyone's voice is annoying oh. to themselves.
1: If I, if I get on like a home video and listen to
4: my voice, I'm like, the frick is he? like, who is this retard? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you going to skip this this part of this podcast if you choose to listen to it?
4: Uh, not necessarily. I'll just probably cringe a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't <laughs> worry
0: about it. Now, okay, so since you've been so engaged in the podcast, especially this season, but also for a while, you've been on this podcast once before, the Midnight Special. What um, what would you like to see this summer? Because we are trying to keep things consistent, steady, but we're coming back with season eight, and this is kind of like a celebration, like, you know, talking to you guys end of the season episode so what would you like to see this summer um maybe just like so i know maybe just like what you actually even enjoyed from this past season
4: okay um so i do like the uh, midnight specials i know esther likes the midnight specials a lot Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like all over the place and she i know she likes the little the conversations that start to trail off into other conversations um but i enjoy the midnight special um i really like the guy that was on Forged in fire that episode was awesome yeah, yeah yeah that was a sweet episode i went in and youtube and searched him and started watching his videos and stuff dude,
0: that's some bad
4: stuff right there. yeah he, he cares sure. so
0: much about making his stuff look good it's sweet he's got dude. lasers that's going crazy. around he's got a million yeah. candles lit just to I display that, a blade. I
1: love that he doesn't care what anyone thinks. Yeah, he really. He does. doesn't care no, if. And that's he needs to get that's the like best type of creator. He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't yeah. care if he's like if if the uh the master smiths recognize him, like the ABS certified master smiths recognize him. He doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. even care that he it won. Seems the, like having
0: a good time. Yeah. yeah, he Sorry. really no. Uh, yeah. It seems like he's just having a good time he is having a good time and he like did you ever watch forged and fire on Netflix
4: well I did after that but I had I had a while ago but I it wasn't season with him yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I've, I've watched all of them he just casually wins his episode all the other guys are stressing oh, he's like, oh man he's just like having a great time i've
1: watched i've watched episodes where dudes are struggling yeah <laughs> struggling and then i've watched episodes where guys like him just breeze through the whole thing yeah i mean he he makes the, the sword at the end mm-hmm. the falchion he made mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah that so that thing is a work of art. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's crazy good. Some people are better under pressure too. But and and especially if they're not like depending on it, you know, they're not really super worried about what other people think as long as, long as they're following their own dream. They don't they don't put as much like pressure on themselves probably, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: So you uh have you been enjoying our um movies of the decades?
4: Uh <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh, sheesh. Yeah, uh yeah um i don't have the same movie taste yeah i have a very similar like braveheart is like top three movies of all time yeah um <laughs> in in my opinion yeah, yeah see, I, i'm I, like i agree, I, I'm agree. The, I mean i'm the war like all of the stuff joshua talks about bro, he does not know what he's talking about <laughs> like like what was that
1: movie? Ready Player One. Oh my gosh, <laughs>
4: yeah. bro! That's not one of the best movies in the freaking world. Everybody
1: everybody's, <laughs> like that's a, everybody's like been that's saying a, this.
4: Josh was getting <laughs> like so much decent. hate. <laughs> that movie's decent at best. Seth <laughs> called.
1: Seth <laughs> called. Seth he's called us like, like, what is like Josh a few talking minutes talking ago. About? He was like
0: yelling. He's like, like, "That's ridiculous."
4: I watched it and I was like, "Yeah, that was pretty entertaining," but there were so many holes in it. And it just wasn't realistic to me. And and plus I would never want that to be my future. Ever. Like that'd be my least yeah, but, favorite future Yeah, outcome. but that's yeah. his
1: that's his biggest argument for the movie is know, that he dreams argument, of a, he dreams of that. <laughs> right.
4: So his argument of it being a good movie is just because he wants that to be the future. I'm like, dude, that's not even a good argument. <laughs>
1: yeah. He was going on and I'm like, I just have to stop you right there. <laughs> Why is this a better no, movie?
4: And it's and i understand though i like that he has his own taste and he's gonna argue for it but and like back even the other thing with hook and saving private ryan i mean it's cool but saving private ryan's better
1: <laughs> dude freaking that's a, lot, why a, a lot of people are saying that. a lot of people he are says, saying he says he says that he put up a poll on instagram mm. He says that Hook won in the poll of, of about 50 people. I don't think. I haven't seen any I screenshots. He I haven't seen any. <laughs> he didn't share this data. <laughs> we told him next time he does a poll, he has to take screenshots and stuff. I,
4: I did vote. And it, like right when you vote, it shows the percentages. But I, I don't remember. Oh, man. So.
1: Well,
0: I. Uh, um Yeah, go ahead.
4: Well, all I was going to say is I do. I really like Gladiator. And that was in two thousand. So I, I think Gladiator's up there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I truly like, between, love it too.
1: Because
4: the last Samurai, amazing. Gladiator, amazing. I don't know if I could choose between that. I would probably choose. Hmm, they're both amazing, but even um, uh, the Patriot. Yeah. I like the Patriot too. Like I'm just, I, I like. I like those types of movies. Yeah. I just do. You yeah. mentioned, I'm one of those guys. that's like, oh, you're- <laughs> you mentioned
1: you mentioned all the I movies. Uh, of, like, I, I ultimately went with The Last Samurai because for me, yeah, it, it really speaks to me. But I, mean, I was gonna pick. I oh, had I you. had Patriot, Master and Commander, Gladiator. I
0: had Gladiator on my list. All, as I had well.
1: all these movies and The, the Last I mean, Samurai.
0: The problem is, we we created a rule at the front that you got to pick 3 from the decade. We each get mm-hmm. 3.
1: I wanted to keep it diverse. And so
0: what I would do is I would pick 6 right. and then I would work through them. And Gladiator was on my 6 and it was actually on my top 4 and I mm-hmm. had to eliminate it.
4: And it's and it's not as diverse if you pick all these like war movies but I don't know. I don't cry in like a chick flick, but if I like freaking gladiator, <laughs> you know, I'll shed some tears. I, <laughs> I love that. You'll the
1: ever they just samurai. Uh, the last samurai, the last... not like, <laughs> we, we watched it we watched it the other night. But it, it wasn't it wasn't the other night, but it was the time before that that I watched it. Yeah. That I'm just sitting there crying, bawling my eyes out, like like ugly crying. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 Whew. Well, we uh we did record
0: last night, yeah, the final top three of what we think is the the, the final top three of, since the sixties um and Ooh. it it is based on the list that is uh it is based on the list of all the tops from the decades that we've right. we made so and I,
4: you guys did good, I thank think you. I mean like i said i I really like the prestige also though yeah. Cause I, I like the prestige is so different and it kind of like got me like kind of like inception, but a little different. It like, it was kind of different and there were different twists. And I, I mean, I was super invested in prestige and plus I love, um, Hugh Jackman and I love, um, Christian Bale, Christian Bale. Yeah. And so also really the dark Knight that movie's phew, <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so good. I
4: think it's so much better. In my opinion, it's so much better than Iron Man.
1: <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah I'm sure yeah. yeah but uh uh that that little thing with Seth he was a little <laughs> bit salty when he called yeah, us that's
0: just one Seth just called
1: a few minutes just to you
0: know get his feelings out for a bit
1: <laughs> he was like no and I, he was like Wyatt I don't appreciate you just hanging up on me like that <laughs> <laughs>
4: um but I think you guys ultimately with what you have you made good picks not just like Oh, this movie was like really good, but you kind of were diverse, you know, with as far as like Avatar, with how um, advanced it was, and with the uh, like CGI, and you kind of kept it because you're not just gonna choose all one genre of movie, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So I thought, I thought you guys are good. Thanks. Man. Well, we we were I definitely I definitely like a lot of the picks.
1: I sure. I I know I I can't speak for the others, uh, but I I only know that I really tried to make sure I didn't just pick movies I liked Mm -hmm. because I knew when we when we did the 60s and 70s I did Mm -hmm. that's what I picked movies I liked
0: yeah and me and Joshua didn't see any of them and you didn't
1: know any of them yeah so they didn't make they didn't make the cut and the fact
0: that we didn't know them also means probably a lot of people didn't know
1: yeah and 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 here's the thing they were all good movies Mm -hmm. um I could have made a list by myself of better movies than some of the ones we had on the list but it would be in your opinion. But it, yeah, it would be in my opinion, right. and yeah. it would be. It's not as much. Yeah, right. it's not, everybody, right. knows mm-hmm. everybody knows Braveheart. Everybody knows, you know, Samurai, Avatar, Every, Avatar, Inception. In. Everybody knows these movies.
4: Yeah, and I don't know if you guys have seen, um, even like uh, Pearl Harbor, like because yeah. that has the the love story, and then the, I know esther hadn't seen it and i watched it with her like two years ago and she was bawling her eyes out because it has the love story and like that twist and it's crazy but it's good and that's why movies like gladiator and last samurai and Braveheart, like yeah it's been around forever yeah everyone knows yeah it's nothing new but yeah it's like the best movie ever mm, yeah. you know? <laughs> they really yeah, are they're that. good
1: but,
0: um, um well i i will say this Because you really love Braveheart, I'm just going to do a quick tease. You are going to be on the edge of your seat for this episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you are going to, right up to the very end, you are, I don't, I'm not going to say if you're going to be super satisfied or super disappointed. I'm just going to say you're going to be on the edge of your seat the whole time.
4: Oh, I love Braveheart. I just watched it again. I don't, I don't, so I'm not super like you guys where i'll watch a movie more than once even if i like it i do not watch shows i've only ever watched the office more than once and that's just an episode or so i usually watch a movie once and i'm like oh, i'm good <laughs> um even, but unless it's one of those like Braveheart, gladiator last samurai yeah. uh last of the mohicans oh. um pearl harbor like all these movies that i am obsessed with like swiss family robinson pirates of the caribbean
1: yeah
4: uh spirit i don't Newsies, know movies that like give me spirit that chocolate. claps and i don't it's Newsies. so
1: underrated <laughs> everybody does go.
4: esther and i yeah esther and i just watched singing in the rain yeah you know? oh yeah because i i had some of those that i grew up on and she just watched it for the first time and then we both grew up on seven brides for seven Brothers. Yeah. That movie's that. <laughs> that's so good yeah you know yeah it's just a couple of homeschool kids. Of course, we both grew up on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: you're just throwing out all you're kinds just name of name dropping. All these good oh. movies. Oh yeah, They're,
4: like it's just movies that bring back that feeling. So typically, like I'll never watch Ready Player One again. <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: I'm
4: saying. what I'm saying is, I don't typically watch movies more than once unless it's like. I'm not that more than once movie guy. Most of the time, it's a very special occasion. Unless my like I'm with friends watching a movie and they want to, like, okay. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you seen but Have
1: you seen 1917?
4: The uh, is that the horror? No, it's all it's, it's, war it's film. the
1: World War One film. It's all in like one take.
4: I think I is it older?
1: No, it's new.
0: Oh no! no, Oh man,
1: it is good. Well, I haven't seen it either, Tim. I I really love it, and I'm not—I'm not a huge, uh, especially like the World War One, World War Two movies. Mm -hmm. um, But I love this movie. Yeah, it is so good.
0: Does it hold up to other war films?
1: Yes. All right. Absolutely. I'll have to watch
0: it
4: because I I like a good, like even Fury. um, Like you guys were saying, Hacksaw Ridge. Um. Some of those, like, they're all great. You'll, I mean, you'll like, like Brothers. Brothers in Arms yeah. or Brothers, that TV show? Band yeah. of Brothers. Band of Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll
1: like 1917. Wow. Give it a watch.
4: I'm sure I will. I, I, I'm kind of like, oh, like, you're a guy, so you probably just like war movies. And I'm like, huh, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But <laughs> there's truth in that. I don't know. I, I like the romance in them, too. Like, in Braveheart and all those, there's romance. Yeah, yeah.
1: Dude, in Braveheart, but, it's intense romance. It's like earth-shattering right. Dude, the, the yeah, one in the one in Last Samurai is subtle, but I love it. It's super subtle. But I love it.
4: Oh, it's sweet. It's awesome, for yeah. sure. And even sometimes, like, the, the wife dying and him not finding anyone else is way better because it's, like, it's such a heartbroken, like, gut-wrenching love loss. Yeah. And he's doing this all for revenge, and it makes it kind of like, oh, yeah, I can see this happening. Yeah. Like, homies homie's got a broken heart yeah you know? yeah no
0: like William Wallace he marries the idea of freedom for Scotland you know instead of finding another person yeah. to make love yeah right you know? and that's awesome because that's I know Mel Gibson
4: movie wasn't like super spot on but I've gone into depth with William Wallace because I love him mm-hmm. and I did a bunch of research papers and his story is so much freaking crazier than even that movie. really like oh oh yeah <laughs> That dude was a bad dude. He was like seven feet tall. Though. Yeah. Mel Gibson's like five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I think
1: they referenced that in the movie. They're like, isn't he supposed to be taller? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. No, but Mel Gal- Gibson did a great job. I mean, he's got a big personality. So, yeah. um, but so back to what you were saying, sorry, I kind of, I think that I also liked when you guys were doing the uh, alternate movie ending, alternate endings was, oh, or book yeah. endings. Yeah. That was fun. I think you guys, I think especially for like the midnight special, maybe do some more stuff like that. Okay, because it's or even not just midnight special, but like summer, um, because that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think um, w-
1: yeah. we we I I kind of want to do um and I, and I haven't proposed fully the idea to the guys, uh, but I would like to make the midnight special feel w- filled with a lot of story type stuff. Mm-hmm. Because because the the ending the alternate ending thing is something you can read nobody there's no visuals nobody has to true. see it um, and uh, I uh, I have an idea for a uh, write write a better Joker story mm-hmm. and I'd like to do that one as a midnight special we've got some plans for that it's gonna be fun yeah true like like make an
4: alternate Joker like like I. St- Like,
1: whole the Joaquin Phoenix Joker that came out recently was okay, in my opinion, but it wasn't a great portrayal of who the Joker is in the comics or in past movies and shows. And I think um, it would be fun to write our own Mm -hmm. Jokers um, and stay true to how he is, but also give him more, give give him a a backstory, give him unique character development. Uh, that's cool. See what we can do.
4: I thought it was a good movie as well. I don't think it really stuck to like the comic version of Joker. Yeah, but I think it was a good movie. I mean, it definitely would be like whoa. It was. <laughs> like, yeah. It was. It was
1: a. It was a wild ride. It was ride. definitely kind
4: of like right. It was definitely like whoa. Yeah, dang, that's twisted. Yeah. Yeah. I I got kind of sometimes like the real twisted movies, and that was. I know there was one with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, Nocturnal animals. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. I, you guys probably maybe
0: not seen. It. No, I saw it. I it's
1: saw good. it. It is good. Idiot.
4: Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's why I like Nightcrawler. Um,
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah Nightcrawler is also creepy.
1: Yeah, Whew.
4: he's a weirdo. <laughs> that <laughs> that so Jake
0: Gyllenhaal is a weirdo, but he's a great actor. He can play a weirdo. Did you see Southpaw? Um, yeah. Oh, Southpaw's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, um, uh, actually, I think we hold on. Esther's texting me. Oh, she said, "Is the light okay for Tim?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine.
4: Oh. Yeah, I know you have other people to get on. Well, There's, actually, no it's just
0: Esther. Um, and so, okay. but I am picking up Kenzie tonight from the airport, so I probably need to go ahead and talk to Esther and then uh, have some time okay. with her. But, um, cool. but yeah, dude, thanks for coming on, man really appreciate it I respect yeah, you <laughs> I respect
1: you <laughs> I love you
4: cool <laughs> I'm gonna go jump I'm gonna go jump in a dumpster so. hey, hey. alright
1: it's always a good time I'm
4: starting to get I'm starting to get this new like I kinda need like a little uh, love seat yeah or like I need some corner chairs so I may look around hey
1: go to a nice uh, apartment complex scope it out you know look around They. yeah they're always throwing stuff out
0: Hey.
1: Um so what's been going on in your life? What's
0: new? How's things going?
5: Everything's new. Everything. Yeah. This is all uncharted territory. Literally, house, I think the space
1: you're in is new. New new you know, wedding preparations, probably like new dishes, new couches, new yeah. new boyfriend.
5: Everything. <laughs> Every- <laughs> yeah, but you
1: know, the one on the yeah. side, no big deal. <laughs> T-
5: so,
0: where's Josh tonight? He, um, we were going to try to squeeze us all in here, but, um, this afternoon he hurt his back
1: at work. Okay. I think he actually hurt his back on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And he's really feeling it today. Yeah. Real so
0: he's, he's laying out in bed in the other room. Um, he's not sick or anything, he's just in pain. So he was like, I'm just, I don't think I could sit in a chair. It's going to be. T-
1: tight fit anyway he's not sick or anything he's just in pain he's just in pain
5: i was i was gonna ask you guys so like with the podcast do you have did you have to like sync your work schedules like did you have to make that work or did it just so happen that you were off on the same days
1: uh we are not the ones being interviewed here (laughs) (laughs) see okay the thing is you're already pulling out a pro move yeah no that's important
0: that's really did you know you're pulling out a pro podcaster move right now the thing is no No, it's it's all right it's 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 good it shows your you have a skill level um yeah the apparently a pro move in podcasting is to get go on someone else's show and start interviewing them about their stuff yeah i'll answer your question um okay just this one (laughs) (laughs) time i mean you can keep it up if you're a professional keep being a professional um but pretty much uh Pretty much what we did is we, we all got jobs that were off weekends. Um, we decided that we're just going to shoot for two nights a week in the weekdays. Yeah. So we could have weekends to just chill and hang out and so um, or just do whatever else. And so we just picked Tuesday and Wednesday, and it's kind of stuck that throughout the semester. So yeah. we, uh, we just we just wait for all of us to get off work, and then we record into the wee hours of the night. Nice. Yeah. i mean
1: i i get off the latest i get off at five yeah and then i get here around 5 20 yeah you know so well
0: like literally when we do an instagram lives wyatt basically classic wyatt basically just got <laughs> just got home like five minutes ago yeah and we get on instagram live and start talking and then about once we cut that off in like 10 minutes we're recording an episode and sometimes we're recording two
1: episodes that night so we just work that way yeah. Josh is always like man you know you, you I because I, I get home right after work and I'm, I'm trying my best I'm trying to get cleaned up I'm trying to <laughs> you know Josh's like man ah your feet oh my gosh <laughs> ah <laughs> I'm like man you know what you've had like an hour and a half to to let your feet air out <laughs> 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 to get clean. I I'm, I'm coming in. I'm I'm taking off my work shirt, changing into you know some pajama pants or something that's relatively clean. Yeah. Just to sh-
5: Oh, yeah, you got pajama pants on right, right now. Right
1: now, always. He's wearing pajama pants right yeah. now. He puts on his hoodie
0: and his pajama
1: pants. Oh, when Sarah when Sarah was on, I walked in and I was like, "Oh crap, she's going to see the pajama pants." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay, so I want to ask you questions now. So, I want to know. Yeah, of course. Okay, so we've known each other for a few years, a couple of years, you know. Um, Since you've been the boo of my good friend, uh, I pretty much have gotten to know you over the time. And then out of nowhere, you become like a super fan of the podcast. And how we specify super fans at this point Mm -hmm. is you're always like leaving comments, you're always showing up for the lives, you're engaging, you're actually chatting with us we really appreciate it but also i want to know like
1: what got you into it i mean you're engaged right now right now
5: <laughs> i'm very engaged i am very engaged. <laughs> heck yeah heck yeah
1: she gets layers to that joke man
5: <laughs> no but um i don't know like i Love social media for that reason because, like, I think it it does a good job of like, you guys are in Virginia Beach and we're in South Carolina, and it kind of keeps us connected, you know. Obviously, there's things that I don't like about it, but um, I don't know. I just so I kind of started listening. The first time I listened was probably right at a year ago, um, when Tim was listening to one, I was just kind of listening, and um, it was you guys and Seth. And I don't even think why it was on it. I'm not sure if he was or not. But um, so we listened to that one and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of funny. Like I like I like the dialogue between you guys. Like you guys can all like pick at each other and like make <laughs> digs and stuff. And so I just kind of started listening on my own. And then it wasn't until you guys started doing the Instagram lives that I really started kind of getting into it. Mm-hmm. Cause I I really like I really like the lives. They're just usually fun yeah. and upbeat. And then the midnight specials was kind of where I actually started listening yeah. to the podcast. I, I always really like the midnight specials because you guys kind of just like start one thing. And then 10 minutes later, you're talking about something completely <laughs> different. And you're so dived into it at that point. And then a couple minutes later, you're on something else, you know. <laughs> so that's I really, really have enjoyed those.
0: Yeah, yeah. But well, that's, I don't
5: know, it's just fun. I like the dialogue. Yeah,
0: we've kind of figured out that. The Midnight Special is where people kind of do get engaged more. Yeah. Um. If they if they find the Midnight Special, which, I mean, if you we know each other personally, and so it's easier to, you know, find where our stuff's at. But for people that are coming in, there's a few. A lot of them haven't even found the Midnight Special yet. Like, I know yeah. because even some of the numbers don't even line up. And so the Midnight Special is kind of the place where the the real people that are interested are hanging out honestly
5: yeah well it's funny I was just saying to Wyatt like I've never met him personally Mm -hmm. but I feel like I know him (laughs) because you guys interact with him and then some of the stories and then Tim connects to some of those stories and so after I've listened to you guys then Tim tells it from his perspective Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh this is so interesting I didn't even know you guys all like knew each other yeah we were
1: saying I'm like I don't know her yeah Right, I don't know her very well, but, you but know her. she knows. Like she knows well, me. She knows you
0: a lot more than you know her. <laughs> That's what
1: I. Was That's what we were talking about before you came in here. I was like she knows me well, way more than away, her. Well, then ask away, man.
0: Ask questions. Try to uh,
1: catch up. Uh, go ahead, I'm ready. Like, uh, like where? Like, where'd you go to school? <laughs> 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 What's your favorite color? Blue. Oh, that's good. That's very nice. Yeah. See?
5: See you, now, now we're, we're best
1: you know friends. Each other. Now you know each other. My favorite color is red. Okay. So. Oh, well, I'm allergic to red dye, so I'm not sure if we can be friends. But
5: uh,
1: well, nice. you know what? My younger brother uh, is allergic, or was at least when he was younger, to uh, red dye. Like red dye forty, yellow mm-hmm. dye. Yeah. It That's mine too. Made him, yeah. made him really red, made him very hyper. And uh so so I'm I'm yeah. I, I know I know how to work around it. So I never I'll never I'll never Art. offer you like so a cool. yeah, like a high C or anything. Nothing yeah, with No the, high Cs. Nothing with the red, the red Yeah,
5: don't spike my drink <laughs> with uh fruit
1: puncher. <laughs> <laughs> people people
0: spiking it thinking they're about to have a good time and then it's like, No, you screwed me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Look at yeah. this delicious punch, and you're like.
5: No, it's actually really funny because um, it was something that I had to get used to myself because this was an allergy that I developed as an adult. It wasn't oh. one that I had as a kid, and I didn't I didn't even know that was possible. Like, I had no idea that you could develop allergies. And so it was like, I think it might have been after I had my surgery, so I had my gallbladder removed when I was like 17, mm-hmm. 16, 17. I mean, that thing And Jesus then anyway. that's when I – yeah, totally. So, um, I got my gallbladder removed and then I started noticing that any anytime that I ate anything with red dye in it, it just made me break out in hives. Mm. Well, then my allergy just kept getting more and more sensitive. And so like people would give me something and I wouldn't even think like, oh, that has red dye in it because red dye is in literally everything. And so even if it's not red, it might still have red dye in it. And so it's been just like a learning moment for everybody. Like, especially Tim, he's so much better at it than me. He'll be like, does this have red dye in it? <laughs> he doesn't want to see me sick for the rest of the day. Yeah. And so it's been, it's been a learning moment for all of us. Oh, yeah. But his family is so sweet about it now. His little sister, Ellie, she's always like, does this have red dye in it? Because I don't want to poison you.
1: <laughs> growing up, <laughs> growing up for us, Ethan was uh, sugar made Ethan so hyper, it made his little cheeks so red, and uh, and then we found out because you know we stopped giving him sugar,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and, and yet he was still bouncing off the walls, um, and so we, we we started looking into other stuff, and yeah, the red dye and the yellow dye for him not good so we learned to be like does this have sugar does it have red dye does it have yellow dye Mm. and now lydia is gluten-free okay um ethan is ethan is gluten-free i but mostly mostly by choice Ethan. ethan's like gluten-free sugar-free all natural healthy yeah all by choice ethan's like totally organic yeah um and uh so so you know
5: That's how you know when people really love you yeah they're like oh does this have something in it <laughs> mm-hmm. they're thinking
1: about you yeah we can't buy uh, you know at, at at home we couldn't buy pizza for all of us without getting ethan some ethan and lydia like some wings or something yeah yeah you know, yeah because they can't yeah. eat the pizza
0: well right i'm uh are you are you getting nervous at all
5: about, about what the
0: wedding coming up the wedding
5: um, not anymore. I had like a big nervous point um, a couple weeks ago. It was like on a Sunday that I just like felt really nervous all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting down with him and I was like, I just, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, is this normal? Like, I'm just like very nervous. And he, that's when Tim was like, I think we should take the day off tomorrow and we should just spend the whole day together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think that would be a good so we took the day off and we just spent the whole day together. And I think that was really good for us. Cause I think that I was so focused on the wedding and the house that I wasn't really doing what I needed to do to like nurture our relationship. Yeah, And that's so important when you're taking this step, like to actually take the time to nurture, you know, your relationship. And so after we did that, it was a big game changer for both of us. Cause I don't think this whole time I don't think Tim's been nervous, like, which blows my mind because he he just has been just like cruising through the whole thing. And so I don't know. It's just wild because I didn't ever take myself for the type that I'd be like, Oh, I'm getting, you know, nervous or cold feet or whatever you call it. But he's really been the one to be like, okay, well, we need to take a pause on this mm-hmm. and just focus on us for a day or an evening or this whatever, you know? Yeah. And so I'm not as much anymore. I'm really excited. Well, yeah. really you know, excited
1: about all I mean, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Anyway, you're only legally bonded to one person for the rest of your life. <laughs>
5: yeah. It's, like, it's not like, it's not like it's a big
1: thing or It's anything. not a big, I mean. It's really a beautiful people thing, People are always honestly. like stressing over it and stuff. People and I'm stress- like, what's people that? People out mean? here stressing for no reason. <laughs>
0: Um, I remember, like, when I had, so there was, like, I, I had hung out with you a few times or I had been in a group of people when we first were getting to know each other. Um,
5: Yeah, I remember when I first met you and Kinsey. It was at Tim's New Year's Eve party. Yep,
0: and your toe almost fell off. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> You you started the frostbite like a process. Wait, wait, wait. Her one of her toes started getting a little frostbite, oh. but we it got it got handled without it getting serious, but it was like all white.
1: <laughs> what? One toe. You told you just said this like it was Yeah, like she almost lost a foot. You're well, like your okay, toe but almost. She, does, fell off.
0: This, she prefaced this with uh we were at Tim's New Year's New Year's party. Yeah. Like that's a common yeah. occurrence that kind of stuff.
1: But you said you said your people toe almost fell off.
0: People having the time of their lives. You said your toe, toe almost fell
1: off, but she just had a little bit of frostbite. Yeah, I was
0: selling the story a little. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, that I'm was sorry. the first
5: time that I ever saw Tim get protective as he was like, we need to go to the hospital right now. He's and like, we weren't even together at that point. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, okay. he's like,
1: <laughs> Who did this? Who did this to you? <laughs> Who did this to your toe? I'll I find was like,
5: them. Say less.
0: I mean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat them up. I'll beat them up.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I, that was uh, that was the first time we, I met. Well, we kind of met each other, um, and then we hung out here and there. And then um, you guys started dating, and I was kind of. Mm-hmm. I think I was at the Wilds, or maybe it was before. I can't remember what when exactly, but I know there was one point where, like, I just sat you down, and I was like, I need to hear. What's going on with you guys? Not because I think that was the first time
5: that I felt like you and I really developed a friendship. Yeah. Is when we, because you're, you and I are a lot alike in the way that like I'm extremely outgoing. Like that's where I get like my energy from is being around others. I'm very much an extrovert. And so that was the first time that I was like, I actually was like, okay, yeah, Joe's pretty cool. Like he actually wants to get to know me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I remember that night very well. And you sat down with me and you were like, I wanna hear all about it, well, tell me the thing about is, it. And I'm like,
0: <laughs> okay. so yes, I was very interested in getting to know you because I had been like, you know, when I would come into town, I would see Tim and it would be like a couple hours yeah. hangout. Or I would like, you know, cause Tim and I, we, I mean, you, I'm sure you're aware of this, Tim and I don't like, it's hard for us to text and phone call. Like it's just not good connection, yeah. especially for someone like yeah. Tim. Um and so I have to, if I'm in town I have to see him you know yeah and uh and so we would talk about it I would ask him how how you and him are doing I would ask if anything's going if everything's going well if the relationship's progressing in a good and healthy way yeah. and try to encourage him and just be there and we just had so many conversations at at one point I we were just hanging out and I was like I don't want to party I want to talk to Esther. Because I don't know yeah. her, and it seems like her and one of my lifelong friends are just like getting real close, and I feel like it's time, and I'm very curious. Yeah. And so, yeah, I yeah. mean, it it was it, you guys have a beautiful story. I'm not going to ask you to tell it at all, because it's a long one, but it's a beautiful story. I mean, it
1: really is.
5: I agree. I think they'll make a movie about it one day, honestly. I mean,
1: I'm right here. We're already planning Seth and well, Sarah's. Why is
5: we're <laughs>
1: I mean, we've already... No, but yeah,
5: I think it's a really amazing thing that, like, especially a lot... Of, I don't even want to say a lot of guys because I don't know if that's true. But, like, people, like, Tim, he makes, like, an impact, like, in people's lives. And it's crazy how he does it. But, like, and he doesn't even realize it. But when Tim friends with somebody it's like a bond like for life Mm -hmm. but he's it's it's like you said he's not so good at the texting and calling thing but even when you guys come back in town you know that that bond is still there yeah and I can't do that like I'm one of those people that cannot like if somebody moves away like we're probably gonna stay friends on snapchat or instagram but we're probably not gonna keep that bond yeah but for him it's like if you bond if you and I bond then we're bonded for life yeah you know I
0: think that's pretty. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, and we talked. A, we talked a little bit about um, at the beginning with Tim about respect and loyalty, mm-hmm. and I think that goes deep for Tim. That's like a couple of his highest values, in my opinion. From what I know of Tim, you know him on a more intimate level in every way possible that I don't. I don't know, um, because honestly, like Tim's, Tim's never really opened up a whole lot to his bros you know what I mean it's like a full moon experience for him to actually get deep
1: with uh, yeah. with us but it might be his full moon
0: it, it <laughs> might be Wyatt over there yeah.
5: getting so
3: philosophical
0: <laughs> but uh, but yeah so you know him at a much deeper level my my observation of Tim is loyalty and respect and um, and also Tim's like Tim's a man of the nature and so if he's yeah. not talking to you face to face then he'd rather just wait until you are. You know what I mean? And uh, and so those those values, I highly respect it. I, honestly, like honestly, it's something that I'm I'm kind of in between. You know, I can stay connected, similar to you, and I do feel connected mm-hmm. in that way. But at the same time, it's like I feel like something's missing.
1: You know?
5: Yeah, definitely.
1: I um I also think it's super important. And something that a lot of people don't do is, um, y- you can't just be friends with with your friend. Mm-hmm. It, it, especially if your friend is in a relationship, you kind of have to get along yeah. with who he's in a relationship too. Yeah. Even yeah, honestly, definitely. even if even if you don't like them, mm-hmm. you you should be able, you should have the ability to get along with them. And laugh and be yeah. cordial and kind and yes. fun with them when you're with them. Yeah, it's it's right. super important. E- e- even if you discover that you may never be friends, like true friends with this person, uh-huh. it's, that's so true. It's important to be able to get along with them and be be friends when you're there. Yeah. Right? Um, and so, yeah, that's just you know. So so, I th- I think it's good that you guys. Actually, got to sit down and have a conversation and talk. Yeah,
0: and then from that moment on, it's just been like great. It's been like uh, consistently getting to know each other. But ultimately, like I, I got it. like she said at the beginning, we're pretty similar, and so I, yeah. I understand kind of where you're coming from. If I, you know, I'm talking to you, I, I can understand on a deeper level. We're not completely different people, and so, um, and so I think it's easy to be friends. It's easy.
5: Well, that night that um, you were there and we, everybody else was asleep and we stayed up forever like talking and we were just talking about like totally random stuff. Yeah. But it was like, the thing about Joe is like when he's talking to you, he's not just like, he's really taking it in. Like you can feel the genuineness just radiating. Always. Yeah, seriously. Like I I told him this recently. I was like, you know, the thing I love about Joe is like, if you're talking to him about something that's really important to you, you know that it's important to him that you're telling him, you know? And I think that's, like, so rare to find with people. Like, I do. If, I think it's amazing. If you're
1: talking to Joe, um, it, it, he he is – it doesn't have to be, like, the most important. He is actually truly listening. I mean, he is yeah. – He what he'll do is he'll listen and he'll think about it and he'll process it. And then he'll ask another question. He thinks, he thinks that like the advice I give, or yeah. wisdom I impart, is is top tier. He'll be like, "I, mm, I never thought of it." That Joe's, way.
5: Like, and you, Joe's like Joe's yeah. like drying the tears over there. He's like,
1: he's like, I've never thought of it. All
5: that these way. compliments.
1: I mean, I remember. I'm uncomfortable. I'm I, super uncomfortable. I I, <laughs> I remember one of uh, we were at camp and we were just walking. It was nighttime, mm-hmm. and we were we walked up the hill, which is a long, it's an arduous hike. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about the walk because we were talking, mm-hmm. and you were asking yeah. me questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking deep, like philosophical and spiritual questions. You were asking me, and I was like, I don't have an exact answer, but here is what I believe. What I uh, see is true, and what I hold fast to, okay. and and you were you I told you, and you were like, I've never thought of it that way, and it truly is comforting to me, and I and I was like, guess I did pretty good. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> honestly, I go through life, man, just trying to collect wisdom because I feel like I got zero, and so I I. I don't do that with everybody. And the thing is, um, I'm quick to give my attention because I am genuinely interested. But if I feel like you're coming at me with zero humility and that you have an air about you, that you have all the answers, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to, yeah, because I I know that's not where true wisdom lies. Um, I like someone who's going to challenge my current beliefs in a respectful mm-hmm. and actually thoughtful way. And so.
1: Uh, what Tim,
5: is, Tim is very similar in that way. You guys are similar in that way.
1: Yeah. And Joe, that's why we always fought as kids. Joe will also make, Joe will make a blanket statement. And he's, he did this recently. Mm-hmm. And I was like,
0: it's a good conversation. Starter. I,
1: I, I try to respectfully do I'll be like, here's why you're wrong. <laughs> let me let me try to explain this in the best way possible. <laughs> was my
0: blanket statement really yeah. offensive? No,
1: no, no. It was something like um If it's not offensive, you can say. It, it it was something having to do with uh uh Oh, it was relationships. It was um it was the age difference oh, thing. Oh, yeah. You he were said, like you were like I don't think relationships I you were like I think relationships where the age difference is like fairly distant like you're 20 like years apart you're like, is really it's, unhealthy you're like it's really unhealthy that's what i said and i said here's why you're wrong <laughs> and i've thought about it
0: and i've changed my mind
1: <laughs> but i i try never to do that uh i try never to give my own what what are my just my personal thoughts they're nothing right. special important um mm. i i try to give my personal thoughts like you know respectfully to you yeah i mean you're always respectful, to, to hopefully right? give you a at least just a different perspective
0: yeah you, you're always given different perspectives and you're always respectful
5: i love this communication between you two let's, yeah Tell let's me talk to her passing. what are
1: we doing she keeps t- <laughs> turning it on us <laughs> we're we're over here like you know what you know what i love you man
3: I love
0: <laughs> and freaking esther's just there going like <laughs> no yeah now i'm sorry
1: we can't we yes, can't like,
5: let me break out the next question.
1: <laughs> did you see the uh, Did you see the the picture on Instagram that Josh posted? Which one? Where no. where we were holding hands? Oh yeah. Oh yes, I did see that one. Yes. <laughs> my dad called me and he was like, "Son, it's time for you to come home." <laughs> 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 you know that you know. Oh my god. He's they 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 you know we're from the south right, and so he's like. He was just at dinner with my mom, and he looks at her. He's like, "I'm gonna call him," <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, "Son, I'm disappointed, and you need to come home." Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! What well, you know? What's funny is that's not even.
0: That's not even the worst we've done.
1: That's not even that, – I mean, right after that, we pretended we pretended to be like long lost. Uh, it was windy like and lovers. rainy at
0: the beach, and we were like, "We're gonna do a nighttime like acting gay scene. lovers come together." And they they reunite for the first time yeah. in years, and I was named. N- wait, wait a
1: second! Nobody said that like we were both men. I thought but we I guess were. I guess honestly we probably were. Honestly, we were. So at the time, we're I was talking about
0: man. ourselves far too much. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it was Esther, a, it was
1: an emotional scene. You would gonna, have liked it.
0: I'm going to do something I don't tend to like to do, and I'm going to do a hard 360 because I want to get to this. Um, okay. You, you, you are really skilled at makeup art now you haven't dabbled in it recently i know so you don't have to preface I that haven't. you don't have to preface anything just okay. let's just talk about your skill because we've all seen it so um what do you want to know i want to know how you got interested in it and i want to know how long it took you to get to where how good you were
5: okay so um it started Oh, you guys are completely frozen. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Um, so it started about probably 18. So it really wasn't super long ago. Cause, you know, I'm so young. <laughs> I'm <just kidding. laughs> uh, no, but it started about 18, and it's actually kind of sad when I talk about it. But when I like right when I graduated high school, um, and I was going to work tech, I was like not making any friends. Like, cause I'm one of those people that I can't have like surface level friends. I have to have very deep relationships. And so, um, I had a really good friend in high school and then she and I kind of drifted apart and then we kind of got back close in the last couple of years and now she's my absolute best friend. But during that time I spent a lot of time alone. And so I remember kind of like, dabbling in makeup because I never wore makeup to high school like it wasn't my thing like I didn't like wearing makeup um and so I just kind of was dabbling in it and then I remember um the very first thing that I did is it was Halloween and I was like I'm just gonna do like a cool scarecrow face and I kind of like painted on and I was like oh gosh I just don't know so I wiped it off and then I did it again and then my mom got home and she was like that looks so good. And I was like, mom, you don't have to say that. And she's like, no, it really does. So shout out to my mom because she's my biggest supporter. <laughs> but now she is the one that kind of like hyped me up. And so I was like, you really think that this looks good? And she's like, yeah, I think it looks amazing. So then I bought some more stuff um, and just kind of like started messing with it a little bit more. And then the first like big thing that I did that I just absolutely loved was I was at um, – I was texting Isaac one night, Tim's brother, and I was like, hey, I really want to try something a little bit different that I haven't tried yet. He was like, okay. And I was like, is it okay if I kind of do some makeup on you? And he was like, yeah, that's totally fine. So I went over to his house. Tim was out of town with work. And I went over to Tim's dad's house <clears throat> and was sitting with Isaac in his room. I had no idea what direction I was going to go in. I was just like, I just kind of want to mess around see how it goes. And so I started painting and I did like a skeleton arm and after I finished it, I just remember being like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, way cooler than I even thought that it could turn out. And then that's kind of when it, like, hit me, like, I really love doing this. Like, it's super fun. It really kind of, like, releases, like, this, like, inner art in me that I didn't even know that I could do. And so that's when I kind of started doing more and more stuff. And um, I did, like, the, the long face where, like, it ends, like, down at my neck. Mm. And I did With some other mouth.
0: that's scary. It, yeah. that is my favorite one you've done.
5: That's what Tim says too. he really, so really cool. likes that one. And so I just that's kind of like something like that I did. and I'm like, I do not mind being on camera. like I love talking to people. I love interacting. And so I started doing like Facebook lives and people started getting really into it. And so I would have like, 20 plus people watching while I'm doing it. And I was like a little bit nerve wracking, but it was like, okay, like just focus on what you're doing, you know? And so it just started like this, you know, inner artist in me that I didn't even know that I could do. And I just loved it. And then whenever, you know, the engagement started and everything, it kind of like was put on pause. But I tell Tim all the time, I'm like, man, I really miss doing makeup stuff. Like it's just super fun. It's a really cool way of just like expressing myself. Because I on on the day to day, I don't really wear a whole lot of makeup. like it, it's like maybe twice a week that I actually put on makeup like for like a glam type thing, but I'm really not super into glam. I really like the gore stuff. I like scary, I like really intense and I just haven't been able to focus on it in a while. but I really want to get back into it.
0: I have an idea okay. that will help you like kick back into it. Um, oh yeah. Yes, maybe. I don't know. We'll see if you're interested. What if we did like a podcast down in Rock Hill and we're just like doing a podcast together in person, live, just on a random location, and you do a scary face on one of us? and then I would love to do that. And then at the end of the podcast, we'll have a full-on makeup thing. But during the process, we can talk about stuff. We can just hang out and have a cool podcast. And then at the end, we have a piece of art awesome. on somebody. I
1: thought you were gonna suggest we're all, we start a podcast and we're all just in like scary makeup. Now that's good <laughs> too. Right. So hey everybody, uh, welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wisdom Podcast. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is it's really hard for me to do makeup on people that have facial hair. So.
1: Uh, I'll clean shave So So it'll be this. easy with Josh. Yeah, Joshua's was basically. With Josh,
5: yeah. Yeah. I've I've tried to do stuff with Tim, but he doesn't really like he has really sensitive skin, and so he doesn't really like for me to put anything on his face. So like anytime that Isaac wants to do it, I'm like, okay, yes, like that means that I can like actually like go crazy, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean I would definitely be down. That'd be so That'd fun. Be awesome. I would definitely have to brush up for sure. It's been a while.
0: Well, let's It'd plan be to do it sometime. Fun. Or if you, I agree. If you came up for the summer sometime, because Tim said something, I, I, somebody said something.
5: Oh, I would definitely love to. We were so bummed that we couldn't come I know. on New
0: Year's. And that's it's my fault. I don't I don't know if I had COVID at that point or if I didn't ever get it. I I came back with a negative test, but I was already feeling better. Wait. So I don't well, know. Well,
5: dude, we had it a week later. So you were lucky. Like we literally had it a week later. So we could have been carrying it at that point. We don't even know.
1: Wait, so, so probably was, all were. So you guys were going to do a meetup on New Year's? Yeah, here.
0: They were going to come here yeah? for New Year's. Yeah,
1: well,
5: yeah, we were going to come to Virginia Beach.
1: Oh, that's really cool. You know, I didn't get here till after New Year's. Yeah, you got so. here three
0: days after New Year's. Well, nice. I We ended
5: up going to these six springs in Florida, though. Like, these really, yeah. really cool springs. They were awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of the coolest places that I've ever been. I didn't even know it was that local.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was Florida like a six-hour drive?
5: Um, yeah, I think like six and a half, but like when you're riding with Noah and Tim and everybody's talking, it doesn't feel that long at all. Like every, it just kind of breezes by, you know, Noah, he can talk forever.
0: Yes, I know. Uh, okay. That's actually brings up a good point. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on entering into the Gordon family. I know you've already processed this. We might've even talked about it a little bit already, but, um, We've sampled a little bit on the podcast what the Gordon family is like. It's a beautiful place to be, it really. Oh is. yes. But
5: for sure,
0: there's a lot. There's I mean, there's a there's a lot of opinions and thoughts and ideas and behaviors because there's literally just a lot of them. And so, yeah. What is it like for you? Because I you also come from a big family, but yeah. the Gordons are a lot different than your family. So I want to hear your thoughts.
5: Yeah. Well, I remember when Tim and I um, first got back together in 2018. And when I first started coming around his family, I used to have to pull him aside and be like, I'm a little overstimulated. I'm just going to step outside for a little bit because my family all together really only happens a couple times a year. But his family gets together a lot. And at first, it was like a really weird experience for me to try to get it, like, get okay with that. And then, um, And then it just kind of, like, the thing about the Gordons is, like, they want to have a deep relationship with you. None of them do the whole surface level thing. And so when I finally got to the point that I started developing deep relationships with all of them, and it didn't happen all at once, like, it was literally one at a time that I started developing, I think first it was probably with Isaac, and then it kind of moved to Anna, and then Noah moved back, so Noah and I got to have a relationship And then, um, Tim's sister, Abby, she and I got to have a really deep relationship and it kind of happened all at different times to where now it's like when I'm around them, I genuinely feel like it's my family too. And we're not even married yet. And so it's like, it's a really incredible thing because I just looking back, I prayed for this, you know what I mean? Like I prayed to have this and now I have it and it's kind of overwhelming at times. It's really, really special.
1: Wow. That's awesome we're just like we're just like genuinely interested
0: i but the thing is, what you're saying means so much to me because all of the people you're talking about, like I have personal relationships that are much different than yours with them, but I understand on a deeper level what all of these people are like, and yeah. to see someone like you explain it the way you just did like that actually is enlightening to me in some ways just understand it's
5: not it's not that it came all at once too because people you know there's like a need for things to be easy you know what i mean like people are like oh if it's not easy then why are you in it you know what i mean and there's been nothing about any of those relationships that has been easy like none of them like because they're so real even with tim like I don't think that we would be as close as we are today like if we wouldn't have had the struggles you know what i mean like the different disagreements or the different like we've we've had to respect each other through this decision and that decision and it's been the same way with this whole family like i've had disagreements with each of them like we've had times that we've had to sit down and be like you know what I messed up with this, or I'm sorry about this, you know, and that's been a challenge navigating that for me because like with my own siblings, we're very close, but we don't really argue. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, I love you and I'll always love you. But when you're joining a new family, you're going to have arguments and you're going to have times that you don't see eye to eye. And so, but the thing is, sometimes when you don't see eye to eye, you're just like, okay, I'm not going to see them for a while. They're my in-laws, whatever. But when there's so many of them and we see each other all the time, it's like, you actually have to sit down and be like, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Let's hug it out. I want to still be close to you, you you, know? And so it's taught me. Yeah, it does. It's like, it's taught me this, this whole new level of like deep love and respect and humility that I didn't know before. Like I just didn't, it's just, it's really amazing what we can learn from each other if we actually try to have those relationships, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm, a, uh, <laughs> like I'm a champion, honestly... You're
5: like, yeah. Go, Esther. <laughs> well, you're saying
1: great stuff. I'm afraid. <laughs> what are you afraid I'm of? I'm afraid for any uh, um, girlfriend or boyfriend that will be entering my family. Yeah. Because we're crazy. Well, you guys... We're, we're a, intense. We're, not, we're a different kind of crazy from them.
0: In, okay, the Gordons are... <laughs>
5: A different kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I don't.
0: I don't know how to preface the Gordons. I'm not going to try. I'm just going to say I know no, how to it's preface. Hard. There's, it there's is. There's
5: no actual word out there to describe them. There's it
0: is, really no and they so it's, it's a variety. You guys, and this is a generational thing for Wyatt's family. If you if you ever have the privilege of meeting someone else in Wyatt's family, or even his dad, or someone, you're going to see it's like Wyatt's a very mild version of what his family is. His family is in your face. They will yeah. continue talking, they will continue like analyzing you, understanding what you are, telling you stories, and then going like, hey, stop doing that. And then like they'll continue. <laughs> like it's it's You're, very
1: these are only memories from when you were a child. Mm, that's not true. Yes. Your dad recently Oh, so
5: have you guys <laughs> known each other your whole life too? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. There was
0: actually uh there's actually when our earliest memories of each other was um our parents told us at a young age that we were friends. Um and when we started having memories around like the age of six, five, seven, I don't know what age, yeah. we just like got to this camp Marinatha that we've talked a lot about. And we just got out of the cars because we both arrived. We were both there. We came up to each other. We're like, hey, you're, we're best friends.
1: And so um, <laughs> it's and- one of the few memories that I have etched into my brain. Yeah. Because I remember, and I know it's different for you, I remember the first time seeing you. And for me, it was a weird experience because I was like, I know this is the first time I've seen this person, but also I've known this person my whole life. The thing is, you, you've
0: literally, we've literally hung out <laughs> as babies, but we don't remember. But
1: you and Josh came running down the hill in matching camo outfits. Matching camo. Yeah. Oh,
5: nice.
1: Yeah, that's my first memory of Joe ever. Still remember? Nice. Extremely clearly. Yes. Sam um, and I for a for a date a couple months
5: ago. We went. Do you know where Ollie's is Yeah. Rock It's just like. Cheap store. Mm-hmm. Well, we went into Ollie's for like, I don't even know what we were doing. We were just high on life, I guess, but we were just, we were like, let's go to Ollie's. So we went to Ollie's and we bought these like matching $3 camo shirts and we put them on in the parking lot and we like went home and we're like, we're just so in love. <laughs> buying, buying discounted shirts. Yeah. That's just what came to mind. And looking cool
0: though. And looking cool. <laughs> yeah.
5: I know we fit right in with the South. You know, everybody wears camo.
0: It's honestly uh, coming into style. There's a lot of big brands that are doing the camo game. Yeah, um, yeah I know. It all you, comes back around. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It really does. That means I probably should get when, rid myself.
1: When of my did my dad jeans. correct you? Recently, you said recently. My dad you. The last yours. time I saw
0: him in person, he corrects me. He corrects me all the time. Uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, because he sees me as a as a ten year old.
1: <laughs> he sees. He sees. <laughs> younger people it's his job to be you know See,
0: that that's 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 the family vibe his dad his job people is to protect say, you
1: my job
0: is to correct and guide this person
1: it, his job is to protect i'm gonna you. say
0: that's an anomaly
1: mindset he will always protect you no matter what
0: oh i trust your dad with my life but also <laughs> he scares me sometimes <laughs> um but yeah so uh I have just a couple questions, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, okay. So, since you've been since you've been getting into the podcast, what do you want to see for season eight? Because we are wrapping up season seven, taking a couple weeks, and starting the summer. So, what would you like to see for future episodes? What have you liked already that you've seen?
5: Um. So, for podcasts, like. I don't know. It's kind of certain things are a little bit hard for me to get into just because of like personal, like what I'm about, you know, some things I just can't connect with. But like, um, I really, really like the midnight specials, like I said, because it's just like kind of all over the place. And that's how my mind is. I can't stay on the same topic for too long. Um, And then I really, really like the short films. I saw one Tim showed me the other day was like, you guys, it was like some kind of like Oh my gosh. What's like the prehistoric elephant called or something? Mammoth. There was like <laughs> a, a
1: mammoth. mammoth in
2: it.
5: I loved it so much. I was cracking up
1: greater so remembering. Hard. Greater
0: remembering. Yeah. That was yeah.
5: so fantastic. I loved that one. Um, but I don't okay. know. I really, I really like the movie ones because I'm more of like a movie person. Like Tim's not so much like I can watch the same movie like over and over and he's not so much about it. And so I liked the movie ones. the whole time I was listening to the movie ones, I was like, Oh no, that's yeah. I wouldn't have picked that one. Like I wanted to insert my <laughs> opinion so bad, but yeah. I wasn't there. And so it was like, the oh. thing is,
1: did you watch the most recent one? Can- I
5: did. And I was just, okay. there was some that I was disappointed with, but then uh, dark Knight was on there and I was like, yes. Cause I was okay. So another makeup um, connection is one of the first times I did makeup. I was the Joker for Halloween. And nice. I just oh my gosh, I love the Joker so much. Heath Ledger is just oh perfection. He just his acting yeah, style, I really also like it. And um what's the one that he does? A Night's Tale. I love a Knights mm-hmm. Tale. I think He's it's
1: good fantastic.
5: In a Tale. Um, but even some of like his nineties like rom coms I really like. Um, but I don't know, I just, I loved that that was on there. And then Pirates of the Caribbean, Tim and I just got done watching that trilogy again, and it was, I was really happy that that one was on there. Um, but then, like, The Notebook, that wouldn't have been one of my picks. So the whole time that y'all were talking about it, I well, was like, oh, I wouldn't have the,
1: Josh, Josh, Josh I, I believe Josh said that, you know, he knows The Notebook isn't, like, the best one out there. Yeah. But The Notebook is so big. Mm. Everybody, you say The Notebook, Everybody Everybody knows
0: knows it,
1: it it, yeah. Yeah, so I think you picked it, sweet uh, sweet Ryan goslin For it is a good movie, but also critical acclaim.
0: Also critically acclaimed. Yeah,
1: it's got it's got everybody knows it. That's why you picked it.
0: Yeah, that's why it kind of got in there, but it didn't make the top list. So well, I'm one of those. I'm
5: one of those people that like I kind of always cheer for the underdog movie. You know, like. If it's low budget and it it was really well done, then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a killer movie, you know? And I don't know. I guess that I'm just kind of biased in that way because Tim and I recently watched The Choice. And he was in here lying like a dog, by the way, because he was saying he doesn't get choked up about, you know, rom-coms. But Mm -hmm. The Choice, Mm -hmm. it gets gets us choked up, like, every time (laughs) we watch it because it is a good Nicholas Sparks movie. It's really, really well done.
1: And and uh Ready Player One. <laughs> uh, I
5: haven't I haven't seen Ready Player One, so I don't know. I can't. Oh
1: I can't no! Tim
0: laid into Joshua.
1: Seth laid into him. <laughs> Joshua's getting some hate.
0: Oh my today.
5: gosh, I saw the tension when on when Seth was there and y'all were talking about it. I was like, oh my gosh, the tension even cut <laughs> yeah, it the a
0: knife. That one episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was intense. It was crazy.
0: I think the most. What's the most we fought on this podcast? Probably the one we just did. Yeah. That just came I, okay, out.
1: so the, I think the and and maybe I don't know if you picked up on it. I don't know if Josh picked up on it. Um but when we were doing the when we were do, we were we just filmed the we picked the top 3 from all yeah. the all the movies we've picked. All the yes. top 3 we've picked. And um we're we're are we're going on about something, mm-hmm. some movie. Yeah. And Josh Josh is like, I don't know what you guys have been talking about, I've been on my phone. <laughs> and I would say probably for a solid ten to fifteen seconds, Joe and I are just blank staring at him. And we come out of it like laughing because it was funny. The Violet. silence. But genuinely, I was absolutely incredibly pissed.
0: <laughs> Me too.
1: I cannot express actually how pissed <laughs> I was. The thing I is, was. Joshua so, plays
0: with fire so much.
1: He's like he's like if I'm not interested in doing this, nobody. Well, Josh,
5: be. he's he's opinionated. <laughs> I mean, he's got a he's got a big opinion. He does, and so he's he's a little bit intimidating in that way because you're almost like, oh, I don't know if I should insert mine because yours may not be. In my opinion, correct, but it's bigger. Big like your yeah. opinion's bigger than mine, you know. It's way bigger than mine, <laughs>
1: exactly. You and care about
5: this way more than I do.
1: See, and that's the thing, and, and and I've learned that from living here only for you know how how long? Four like months, five months, or something. Four. I, I've I've been here like four months, and I've learned that if you don't push back, Josh will steamroll you.
5: Yeah,
1: he will absolutely. You got to choose your
5: battles.
1: You. Yeah. And so it's you like my mother. Yeah, you've <laughs> got to be. You've got to be uh, as headstrong.
0: Oh, you got to push back and argue your socks off with Joshua. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you got to just straight up say no. You are wrong. <laughs> and Other, he'll
0: be like, I disagree.
1: He'll, otherwise, he'll, he'll be like, away. I am the smartest <laughs> yeah, away man away of life. <laughs>
0: No, don't ever cower in Josh. No, I've
5: never had an argument with Josh. I'm just I'm just talking purely from watching the podcast. That's all I'm
3: talking
1: about.
5: So don't for so, me,
1: Josh. It's so funny. It's so funny every time. I I almost every time we do these movie things, I know we're gonna get into an argument. Yep. And I'm like, it's gonna be uh uncomfortable and it's gonna be so funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like that pause. That pause, I was genuinely ex- so extremely. you see it.
0: He's talking about the episode where we ranked the top three of all time. Yeah, yeah. it has not come out yet. Um, I don't know if I, this is going to come out before that one. I don't know if we should save that one for truly yeah. last. But, um, but it's not come out yet. So that's what he's talking. Yeah, about.
1: Yeah, but I was I was actually so genuinely, I I wanted to, I I thought in that moment we were going to stop the podcast. I thought we were going to turn off the cameras. Have you, guys ever had me and-
5: Have you ever had to stop a podcast?
1: We've never been so angry that we would, but I was so I was so angry at Josh in that moment, briefly, that I thought I'm ready to turn off the cameras and stop this because Josh uh, isn't taking this seriously. It'd, it'd
5: be kind of fun if the tension was so high that you were like,
0: cut. We just
1: ended okay, the well, podcast. Okay, well, the
0: thing is, if you see it, you'll you'll be able to see it in me oh, and Wyatt's you'll, face. You'll,
1: I don't know what I looked like. <laughs> I have no but but ultimately Joe and I we quickly chose to defuse. chose to you know I was like it's no big deal I was like Josh is testing us if we if we get angry at him he wins exactly so I'm like it's what he hey. wants so we so you'll notice when you watch the video we both go <laughs> just <laughs> laugh we it off. The anger. oh my god it actually honestly it oh. worked it worked it
0: really um, did <laughs> i have
5: a question i'm not trying to take over the podcast again but um mm-hmm. have you guys thought about doing like a rating for like the shit like tv shows
0: didn't it, i don't what what episode did we literally talk about that on
1: i don't remember it was a
0: recent one i don't know if it's out yet or not but we did actually um and we actually are f- probably going to consider it the only stipulation is because it's a tv show we're gonna have to make a list of all the TV shows we've seen and pick from that collectively. Because, collectively, um, because it's going to be super hard. If like with these, if we haven't seen them, we can just catch up and prepare. With a show, you can't really
1: do that because yeah. you're gonna have to spend
0: hours preparing. Just it's like, oh,
1: I've show. seen Game of Thrones. Have you seen Game of Thrones? No, I haven't no, seen I haven't seen all of Game of yeah. Thrones. All right, welcome to thirty hours of media. Exactly. You know? yeah. Now yeah, yeah, Look. Yeah. Per- Honestly, I can do it personally. Yeah, I know you. I can, can do, do it. it. I'm. It, I will. It will absorb th- the entirety of my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but except for work.
0: We are we are considering this idea. It's a very good idea, and we have thought about it. And it it looks like something that does has strong potential for this summer. So, I, what, what's your favorite show?
5: Well, my favorite show is The Vampire Diaries, but you guys probably would never watch that.
0: I've been recently watching it I've, seen, I've uh, seen
1: I think all of the, like the first two seasons. I I, I was have. binging those consistently, So yeah. we
0: have seen Vampire Diaries.
5: It's, I'm
1: familiar with it. Okay, Diaries. so
5: I I've, I've I've seen it quite a few times. Probably as many times as mm-hmm. I've seen The Office. Um, it's mm-hmm. like my whenever I'm getting tired and just want to wind down, I'm like that serial mm-hmm. killer that just rewatches the same shows, you know. <laughs> um, but so I finally made Tim watch it because he was like, what about this show do you love so much? And he really, really enjoyed it. He thought it was really well done. Good. Like, it seems like all the characters that you start out hating in the beginning, like, you end up really liking, you know? And I, I love mm-hmm. it when that happens in a TV show. Like, I love I love it when you start out, like, hating somebody, and then you're like, oh, man, I really <laughs> like you. You know what I mean?
1: See, I, I think I got to... I got to where there was like some serious like werewolf stuff. Mm -hmm. They started introducing werewolf stuff. That's like only in season one,
0: dude.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Um, but I think I stopped watching it probably because I found a book or another show. I was actually more interested in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, also the werewolves weren't interesting to me. He's picky about his werewolves. I'm very picky about werewolves. Yeah. Um,
5: I think the and, Wolves could have been
1: done better for sure. Well anytime it's a human that turns into a regular wolf, you know, yeah. it was a regular wolf, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah. but um, I, but I don't know. Is the is the show like as a whole really good? Yes. Because I know there's like a lot of seasons. I mean, out I've there.
5: seen a lot of shows because I'm definitely like a binger because I'm not really much of a reader. I wish that I was. I really want to get more into reading. But I, so I didn't even watch the show for the first time until I was probably like 19 or 20. And then I just like got so into it. Like the characters, like they're just all really, really well done. There was supposed to be 14 seasons and they cut it down to nine. So the last season is not my favorite because it's very rushed. But the show as a whole is hands down my favorite, and I re- I really like Friends too. Friends is one of m- it was up there for me, but um, and The what? Office The Office is also up there for me. But um, I Vampire Diaries is hands down my favorite.
1: Have you seen Avatar: The Last Airbender? No,
5: I'm not much. I'm not <laughs> okay. much. I mean, I really, <laughs> really like animated, uh, but I'm not really so much into anime.
1: Yeah, okay, it's not an anime.
5: Well, no, I know. I, I've it's started. not
1: officially. It's not. A, it's more of a, just a cartoon show. It's, it's basically, and the it same. truly is one of the greatest shows. Yeah. It has a great storyline, and and it's only three seasons.
5: Well, maybe, and, maybe and you can I'll watch, watch it, it over and over again. Maybe I'll watch it.
1: Give it me. a shot. You you will truly enjoy it. I think I I've only seen
5: a it. couple of episodes, but
1: you you have to watch it chronologically. And if we're being honest, you you have to almost get through the yeah. first season. Yeah. So but uh, I mean once you get through that it's whew, it's a good show. Yeah. Um I was going to ask a question regarding the episode. Do you have like a favorite episode of the podcast?
5: Um I really liked I think it's all really just opinion based when somebody asks what your favorite thing is about something. Um so my favorite one was the one you guys talked about marriage a lot because it was like it was at a, okay, but it was at a time that I really needed it. And so like when I was listening to it, because Tim was listening to it when I was in the car with him going to get our marriage license. And then I was like, I just kind of want to finish this. And so I finished it and it, it just like, everything I was saying was just like very, except for <laughs> Wyatt ever so often going, shh. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that I don't the only remember that. I was like, you were teasing what? me, man. I would say something good, and you're like, "That's really good." Let me um, let me get this uh, out. Let right. me hold on.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I,
0: calling,
1: I really, you know.
5: I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was. But I'm not so much like Tim will listen to him on Spotify. I have to see your faces. Like that's how it is for me because I really like. There's. <laughs> There there's this uh, one other podcast that I listen to um her name is Bailey and I cannot describe like I can't pronounce her last name um but she's a makeup artist and she d- What is that face?
1: You're listening to other podcasts?
5: I said it's my one other podcast. <laughs> one?
1: <laughs> You're cheating on us.
5: <laughs> no, but her name is Bailey and she's a makeup artist and she also talks about murder mysteries like while she's doing her makeup. Ooh. And so I really, really like her. And that was because you were asking me what was my one other podcast that I really like to listen to. And even then, though, I have to watch it on YouTube. I can't listen to it on Spotify. Like, I can't. I just can't get into it the same way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, I have have a hard time, too, even when um, I'm listening to a a Twitch stream. And they're they're playing a game. Even if they're playing a game I'm not, like, really into – um, Like like recently, they've been tw- playing uh, Twilight Princess, which is a Zelda game. And I'm not into the game a whole lot. Yeah. Um, so I've been listening, but I love watching. Even when they're talking about mundane stuff, I love watching. It's hard for me to listen to something yeah. unless it's an audiobook. So. well, wow. Yeah, that's...
0: Well, I'm, 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 that actually makes me really happy to hear that you just wanted to finish listening to it and that it was helpful at that yeah. time. I mean, that was actually, that actually means a lot. Yeah. yeah.
5: I mean, and I think it's probably you. nice for you that guys helps. too, to have like different listeners, like wanting different things. Cause like Tim, like I said, mm-hmm. he's more, he more listens to the Spotify. Cause it's kind of like Tim is not so much into listening to music on the way to work. Like he just really wants to just kind of relax. And so I think the Mm -hmm. podcast in that way is good for him. But, like, for me, I'm just a very visual person. Like, I have to see your faces and your facial expressions and you guys, like, messing around with each other. Like, that's just where I am able to, like, actually listen to it but also watch. You know, I can't just – I cannot just listen to podcasts.
0: I can't do it. Yeah. Well, see, that's the the same. Me and you are the same. I I watch podcasts pretty much exclusively.
1: And, you know, also, if you're not watching – Listening is good, but sometimes you miss out on stuff. Sometimes you 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 will you will never see something that happens because you're just listening. Right? Yeah, like you'll never. Okay,
5: but I'll give you an example. So I started listening to that podcast um, a couple of days ago with Tim, and you guys were talking about Wyatt drinking cold milk and the joke. Completely went over my head when Josh made it the first time, and then I was watching
0: it and I was like, I
5: totally get
0: it now.
5: <laughs> like I didn't understand. I was so lost.
0: Like the then, thing like, is, Tim, I mean, not Tim Wyatt, gets a wine glass I'm, with a little nitty bitty stem and fills it to the it, brim it was like to with the milk. Top, full of milk. I know. It looks so – I don't boring. go
1: halfway. You drink milk fast. I drink what you milk, do. and I drink you know, it with, fast. It was like this yeah.
0: white vanilla
5: drink, and I was like, what is he talking
1: about? Yeah, it was It was, It was. was shining white. It Dude, was it was a beautiful little cup. He's got those but, strong,
5: um, strong bones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, the thing is, Wyatt, Wyatt's preparing for old age. He's not going
1: to – Actually, I need anything. to be careful. I feel that. I need to be careful because ki- that's how kidney stones develop. If you're drinking too, if you're getting too ah, much calcium, stones are passable. If you're getting too much calcium and not enough water,
0: well, kidney stones are passable.
1: Yeah, I drink water too, just not as fast.
0: We're all gonna have something. So. And if you if you learn anything else, um, just know that Esther's a really cool person, and um, she's about to be married. Yeah. By the time this comes out, I think you'll be married.
5: Oh wow, that's scary.
0: But the cool thing is, we got your thoughts and feelings and ideas on permanent video before you get married. So if, like, you ever want to just take a look at yourself, your old version, now no, you can.
5: That's pretty wild.
1: <laughs> and if you need to back out, you give me a call. <laughs> we'll come pick you up. We'll take you anywhere. So my, See, mom, what, we have a,
5: my mom literally came in my room the other day, and she just knocks on the door, and I opened. it, and she was like, Hey, listen, if you want to back out, now's the time. And I was like, back out of what? What are you talking about? She's like, the wedding. If you want to back out even on the day of? I will get the car. And she was being so serious. I was like,
1: okay, yes. Mom. My dad did the same thing Everything. To me. <laughs> everyone has had this. Everyone, everyone gives everyone, them an out. <laughs> everyone is like, if at any point you are going to bail, you text me, you call me, I will have a car. We'll be out of there. <laughs> Everyone says this at every wedding, and I always—I know somebody else does it too. But I always tell everybody that.
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, Both that's how you know—that's how you
2: know who
5: your true friends are, though. Like, if yeah. they're like, "Hey, yeah. if you're gonna embarrass yourself in front of a hundred people, I'll be right there with you."
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I—I I actually have to bounce because I got to pick up Kenzie. No, from the you're airport. fine. But, but. Um, we'll wrap it up here. We uh, at first Sarah's gonna be jealous because we ended up talking a lot longer to you than Sarah. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Because I was interviewing. It's Because right.
5: it I was interviewing you guys. So.
1: It's because yeah. it's because you switched it on us and we yeah. weren't prepared. <laughs> um, but uh, Sarah Sarah's fan number one. But hey, Esther's honestly, I feel like there's <laughs> with a the amount of time that she's banked, she's
0: you know honestly. <laughs> And she said she said like the podcast helped her in such a magical yeah. way. Hey, well, uh, we didn't do this for the other people, Sarah and Tim. I don't want to call them people. We love them. Those but others. since you love makeup, you have plans of rebooting it. Promote your makeup page. Oh,
5: oh shoot! I don't even remember what it's called. No, I do. Um, <laughs> go follow Ev Makeup Looks.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, that was the Instagram I kept seeing. Yep. I was like, I, I would be scrolling through Instagram and I'm like, who is this person? why is way. it like you might want to be friends with
5: well i have, you, like, I I have know this you guys person. like um you can like press that you want to get notifications every time you guys go live and i have that on my makeup page because i was on my makeup page yeah. whenever i did that and i didn't mean to so now every time i get on y'all's live it's in my makeup page and i'm like oh crap i gotta log out and get on my oh, personal page oh <laughs>
1: it wasn't it wasn't the live it was just me scrolling oh. through it's because I'm so famous, would, I have
5: like 42 followers, you know.
1: It would suggest, It would even in Georgia, it would suggest this makeup Dude, channel to me. it's because
0: I was good friends with Esther, yep. and you were good yep. friends with me. Instagram saw the crossover, yep. and they're like. And then
1: and it was funny to me when you got on that first live, I'm like. Hey. It's that person it's I that keep person. seeing. <laughs> You're like, I know her. <laughs> Even though I saw
0: the page and I never followed it, <laughs> you better go wow. follow it now, sir. Oh
5: my gosh. Go That's follow like, it's it. It's right like a now. knife in the chest, Wyatt. Wyatt.
0: I'll
5: give it, it. a follow.
1: I'm just, I just thinking about that do before not we have started. To follow. I'm totally
0: messing with you. <laughs> get, no, no everybody a follow. go follow her. I'll give, she's gonna I'll, keep, I'll she's give it gonna a get. follow.
1: You she's guys give it a follow. Already got
0: awesome makeup work there for you to enjoy. And if you guys follow, she'll have
1: to do more.
3: Yes. That's true. That's um, a good point
0: absolutely absolutely so uh well I'll, I'll let us i'll let you go partly because of me but also uh you know just to let you have the rest of your evening right get, get out of here thank you very much for coming absolutely
5: in. and i'll see you in a week
1: yes i you're more than welcome we'll to you.
5: come i heard that you said you didn't have much pto but you're more than welcome to come
1: i don't have any <laughs> my 90 days hasn't kicked in well you can come and for so... the reception i show up i'm like yo what's up what's up i'm ready to party all right
0: well thank you esther we'll talk to you thank you
5: guys see ya